Welcome back to Victory Drive, everybody. Um, on this episode, we have in Mitch Smith. He's a good buddy of mine that I was in the army with. I went. We went to Afghanistan together. We worked at Vestas together on the wind turbines. Um, he's just a guy that I've known since. Oh, I was probably I guess eighteen, nineteen. Just a grade A quality dude. Um, he was on the last that uh, the scout reunion podcast that we did that little series with all the guys from the scout platoon he was on that too um so if you listen to that then you're gonna hear a familiar voice uh on this episode we talked about bear hunting a lot um because i got the what we got the wyoming bear camp coming up may 27th through through the 31st and mitch he went bear hunting in washington and he got a real nice looking bear. Uh, so we talked about that f- quite a bit. And we also talked about like some men's health stuff and um, just all sorts of shit. Uh, kind of went, we went in a lot of different places, but that's just how conversations go. And that's the way I like to do them. I don't like to, I don't like to make this, this podcast feel like, um, like a talk show, like interview. So we just got to get in here. Let the beers flow a little bit and let the conversation go. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I had a lot of fun with it. It's always fun getting in and talking to an old friend like Mitch Smith. So with that said, um, some some of the partners that make this ship float, all right? Uh, Mountain Ops, code VICTORY for 20% off. Um, you guys want to get in. Get in a little bit better shape. It's getting close to winter time. I know it's whitetail season, so a lot of people are probably slacking on the gym. Trained all year for hunting season, and you're right in the thick of it now. So um, don't forget about Mountain Ops because they do have what a, an item that's probably pretty popular right now, and it's Ignite. All right, they have some really awesome, cool new flavors. Wild Orchard just came out. So if you want to get yourself some of that stuff, use code VICTORY for 20% off. And also, um, Grizzly Coolers. Um, Talk about them every week. Partner, our uh, title partnership here with Grizzly Coolers. Great A people, awesome outdoorsmen. Um, Just really good people over at Grizzly Coolers. Right down the street in Decorah, Iowa. Use code WCB for 15% off. They make, in my opinion, the world's best hard side coolers. And we talked about their soft side coolers last week a little bit. Um, I just, if you're in the market for keeping keeping things cold, um, then check out Grizzly Coolers. They also make awesome box blinds if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I don't have a Grizzly box blind because I don't really have anywhere to put one. But if you are a person that has some really nice land, maybe you have a beautiful food plot and you're have a bunch of tree stands around it or something like that and you're like yeah man it'd be really nice to be able to take the kids out and be comfortable then why don't you just throw up buy yourself a grizzly box blind throw it up there super comfortable and uh, try it out so all right and also we did talk about africa quite a bit too um but i'll re- reiterate those african dates for africa hunt camp august 26th through september 3rd let me know if you want to go. Um, Gunner Bow, just hit me up, all right? 
and that'll about do it. So I want to keep this one a little uh, short today, the intro short. Ain't got much to talk about, uh, really, my whitetail season. It's been it's been going. Um, had some good encounters with some good bucks. Just haven't got any, gotten anything on the ground yet. Uh, still got a lot of a lot of November left, but it is lockdown up here, and it is getting tough. But it's just kind of ebbs and flows, you know. That's the ebb and flow of the rut. They get locked down for a bit, and there's not a lot of activity going on. It's been very warm, like fucking mid sixties. So uh, that's that sucks too a little bit, but it is comfortable, I guess. Just kind of sucks for movement, movements a little bit. Um, so yeah, kind of struggling with that a little bit, but it's all right. It's still this is the time of year that we all live for. So get out there, enjoy it, have a good time, and try not to take life too seriously. I suppose. So hope you guys enjoy, enjoy the episode. Peace. P. Smith Esquire the third. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, dude. Uh, so thanks for coming in again. Yep. Um, last time we heard from you was during the whole scalp tune re- <laughs> reunion at the yeah. at the studio at the big the big boy studio. Yep. Um, what you been up to since then? Not a lot, man. Just working and you know, pretty much it. Just working. You know, lift weights now. That's nice. Pretty much all I do. Well, you look good, dude. You're looking real good. Been trying. <laughs> um, what do you do for work? Again, I know, obviously, but um, I work on wind turbines. Work. Yeah, yeah. What kind of what kind of turbines? I work on well, they're Vestas V one sixteens. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've done for the past four years. Nice, because. Uh, so I asked as a loaded question because I already knew, but right. because we we worked together for quite a while. I, obviously, we're in the army together. If anyone listened back on the Scott reunion episodes, we were in the army together. We were in the same platoon. Uh, went to the stand together, came back, and I went active duty. Mitch, you. So after the guard, after our after Afghanistan, because you went you went active for a little bit, didn't you? And then no or no. I you got changed out. your MOS, though. Yeah, I got out, and then I uh, joined the reserve. Oh, I got out for like two weeks. Yeah. And I joined the reserve as a 68 Alpha, which is biomedical equipment maintenance technician. So, you know, say so, that three times fast. Yeah. So you're fixing, like, medical shit. Yep. Like x-rays and x-ray machines that got that kind of shit. Like yep. Just fixing it. Yep. Right, okay. Basically reading schematics, you know. And that was, you know, I was always pretty good at fixing stuff, but I had no idea when it came to electronics or anything about it. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. You've always been really handy. Like you've always, you've worked on vehicles and shit your whole life. Right. Done that kind of thing. Like just your typical small town Iowa redneck type shit. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> but 
Yeah. And then, so I was like, well, I got out and I was like, well, I guess I should probably try to learn something from the army. Cause you know, a transferable skill, I guess you'd say, cause there's not really mm-hmm. much call for an infantryman in the civilian world. Not really. No, there's not, not really. There's not, <laughs> not unless I guess maybe if something crazy happened, but yeah, that's not really a transferable skill. You don't walk into a, a job and be like, yeah, this is my skill set. Right. You're like, oh, sweet. You're hired as a accounting manager. You know? right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, yeah. So that's why I did that. Um, after that, I became an industrial electrician, did that for two years. And then you got me hired on at Vestas. And yeah. Pretty yep. much where we, we were at the same site. That that ruled though. That was like back fun. then. That was fucking pretty sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> it, was, it was me, you, and Matt Moon. He's been on the podcast a handful of times too. Like yep. everyone knows him by now. But we all worked together and dude, that fucking that was the that was the shit for a little while there at least. I used to pick on Matt quite a bit. Yeah, he used to get so mad at me. Yeah, like the one because <laughs> <laughs> like because he knew you before. Yep, and he didn't know you like. Super well, but he knew you. And I don't know. I guess that's, he probably knew you well enough, but it's just like, like us spending a year in Afghanistan together, it's like, you talk shit. Like, that's oh, like your, yeah. that's like your, that's what I do. <laughs> your favorite thing to do is like, you just talk shit to everyone yeah. about everything. Like, you yeah. find every little thing, and you're just like, I'm just going to fucking pick them apart, start poking, you know, <laughs> start, start poking. And there's times, there's times in Afghanistan, you know, with two words, it's like, okay. Mitchie's on one a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just better avoid him. Yeah, we better just leave him in the in the cave. But <laughs> yeah. no, but I don't think Matt really understood it until working with you full time, spending eight hours a day every day together. Right. And then up in a turbine, fucking trying to fix shit, and he's carrying rocks up and yeah. complaining about how heavy his pack is. And it's like, well, yeah, you got a yeah, pouch you got full a, of rocks. You got a handful of rocks in here, bro. What are you doing? It's <laughs> like three pounds of rocks. Of course, it's going to be heavy. Right. We give him a lot of shit about the rocks because <laughs> yeah, he's like funny. he's a big rock guy. There's rocks, funny. fossils, and all sorts of weird shit. But yeah, that was hilarious. But we had a good time though. That was a, that's what we we're getting at. And then I I left and because I was working on winter rents too, yep. obviously. And then I left to go to GE for a little bit better pay and a little closer to home and shit. And because yep. that site that we were working at was right out your back door. Basically. Yeah, it's ten minutes from my house. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And- I'm doing well now there, mm-hmm. so I mean I can't complain. I couldn't go anywhere else for that kind of money, so yeah. so you know. There you go. Just a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it. It's not a bad job by any means. And now you're you're like a tech three fucking yep. super super tech, so that's awesome. Well, I wouldn't go as far as say that, but you know, <laughs> I I'd say it. Yeah, I, I'll say it, bitch. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but because it's not like a bad job, it's just uh. It's one of those things. Like I, I left and went to GE, and then on that site, uh, the contract dissolved. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, so Alliant didn't renew their contract. So it's like, well, what now? What yep. are we doing? And uh, when that was going down, we there's a bunch of us techs there, and we're all looking for new jobs because we're like, well, what's going to happen here? There's a lot of like hearsay about what was going to happen and if they're going to fire us or tell us to go travel or get out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I started looking around. And then um, they gave us a contract saying, like, hey, you know, if you stay with the site until it's gone, then we'll pay you, like, I think it was, like, five grand or something. I'm like, hmm. All right. Okay. So I did that. And luckily, I found my job at 
owe me now and then working there and they let me stay there throughout that contract so i got that five grand in and got to start with omi right away um after that was done so that's cool but i never really looked into getting out of wind until i was forced to Mm -hmm. and then now i'm out i'm like fuck dude it's just kind of nice not climbing them fuckers every day and working in cramped spaces and all that shit but i will say there was a stint where i left wind for i think it was like nine months Mm -hmm. and i will say that it was probably the worst mistake that i had made leaving wind oh yeah you know i the place i went to um i felt unsafe it was an unsafe feeling Mm -hmm. like physically yeah or okay i I risked my life almost daily going there what was it i worked in a foundry okay i was gonna say you don't have to say what company but i worked in a foundry as an industrial electrician and there's like molten aluminum spewing all over the place that's like uh dust in there yeah that's like the shit you'd see on the movies when they're talking about like why why child labor laws are a thing now yeah yeah because they're like oh we can have children working in these iron factories right (laughs) again (laughs) yeah we can so that is something like that yeah it was you know it was a foundry you know it was hot and dirty you know it was just dusty did you leave to do that um were they paying more or something or uh no they they did some stuff that i wasn't exactly fond of at at vestas and Mm. I didn't. It, I didn't agree with it, and right. uh, a lot of people left yeah. over the ordeal. And then uh, I'm sure a lot of them come back too. But um, when I came back, they pretty much nixed that whole thing, and mm-hmm. here we are. Yep. <laughs> was it was it, was it COVID? Yeah. Was that the thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was, so that's, that's what vaccine. I yeah. Because that's man, that was tough. Because GE they did the same thing like where they're yeah. like they came down they're like all right everyone's gotta get the vaccine and we're like fuck and i work with a bunch of guys that are similar similarly minded as me it's like not, it's not that we're anti-vax either it's like we're we're not right. anti-vax just i didn't feel right putting uh well, untested un, vaccine un, yeah an untested on like it's a brand new untested vaccine i'm like i don't want to I don't want to put experimental drugs in my body. Right. You know, I want to put, if I want to put recreational drugs in my body, that's different. Right. It's not experimental. We know what cocaine and stuff does. Right. And we know there's a reason. There's well-founded research. Right. On cocaine and heroin. So it's fine right. to do, I think, but it's experimental drugs that throw me off. I'm like, I don't know. Especially when it comes with like the whole, we look at the whole thing, like the whole rushing of the vaccine and all that stuff. I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe later in life, maybe once, I see what, kind of what's going on. I can right. make that decision myself because we are Americans and we can make those decisions right. for ourselves, I feel like. And, uh, yeah, so then I just said I don't want to get it. And then they're like, well, you have to have a, either you get a religious exemption or that's it. I'm like, okay. So I filled out the religious religious exemption form. And it, this is like a lot of the other guys on my site did. And everyone else got approved. Mine didn't. Why? Um, you're not religious I guess, enough. I guess so. <laughs> I guess all the other guys that <laughs> have never been to church were more religious than I am. Right. But, uh, no, we're, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, honestly, hate to say it, but it's like, we all kind of looked at what each other were putting in. Like we had one guy put it in and his got passed. So we're like, okay, let's just copy what he Carbon did. Carbon copy. And I changed it up a little bit, made it in my own words. And I did other, I, 
I cited some things and I just, I changed it up a little bit, but it's generally the same kind of thing. But mine didn't get approved. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And so I talked to HR and shit and then they're like, well, you know, you can put it in again and try that. But the deadline is like, yes, tomorrow to have it in. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck. So I filled it back out, put it back, send it back to them. And then they send it back like three or four days later and it, it didn't pass. Like, it's too late, buddy. Yeah. It didn't pass. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I mean, why, why is it not passing? Like it wasn't like your reasons weren't, um, strong enough, I guess. Like they didn't have, they weren't good enough reasons. I'm like, okay, now I'm getting pissed. I'm like, okay, so should I send it back in? They're like, sorry, the deadline's up. Right. The deadline's a deadline. I'm like, well, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting the vaccine. Like, I'm just not doing it. And they're like, well, you know, fucking, you got to do what you, you got right. to do. And we got to do what we so got to do. Kind like, of thing. You're just a number. Yeah, that's basically what it boiled down to. And I, I freaked out. I'm like, okay, well, I told the HR that I was getting pissed. I, this is me emailing her back and forth over the extent of quite a long time. <clears throat> and I told her, like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to go talk to a lawyer and figure that out that whole thing out because this is kind of fucked up and uh she's like okay well i guess that's that and i'm like okay so i told my boss I'm like hey you know i guess <laughs> it is what it is boss it's been a fun ride yep. and uh he's he is mad so he sent some shit to his boss and was kind of figuring out what was going on and uh well, fucking few weeks later i got a email from like the president yep. saying like hey real sorry about all this this is kind of crazy you know, yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. You got approved. Like, you're good. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we have a new HR manager now. So, mm. yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. She was getting real snotty with me, like real bitchy. I'm like, okay, fucking bitch. You want to play this game? I'll fucking see GE in court then, I guess, and see what happens. I, I don't know if I, I – I probably would have lost GE. GE right. has way more money than I do, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking back down from this. I'm going right. to see – I'll see you fucking asses in court. And then they passed it. So, I'm like, okay, I guess I won't then. But then the contract got dissolved, and that's that. So it doesn't right. didn't, didn't really matter at the end the end of the day. Because there wasn't a lot of GE sites around, was there? Mm-mm. There's still not even. No, there's only one site close in the area that's still ran by GE. Right. Um, all the other sites, GE sites, have been taken over by um, either third party companies or mm-hmm. the the owner just assumed right, responsibilities yep. of it. Yep. So, like, there's a GE turbine in Osage that is, oh, my, my, my company is, we own that, yep. and we just work on it. Yep. So, I don't, thankfully, because I'm in the right. telecom department, but the only wind tech in that company, well, actually, there's one other ex-wind tech, ex-Vestus wind tech in the gas department, but mm. we don't want to work on it, so we don't. Right, yeah. And we're uh, in different departments, so it's like, oh, you know, I left those years behind me. It's the generation guys, they deal with it, so... And one's like 62, and the other one's fucking 57. So they're two old men fucking going out there and fixing the turbine. I shouldn't say old. Older. Right. More seasoned. Yes. Yes. Do they have lifts in that? Do they have a lift on They that? just put one in. That nice. 3S lift, that fucking yeah. little man hand, the little stander mm-hmm. on her guy. And yeah. He's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. Jealous. But, yeah. That's another reason why I want to get to 300 pounds. Right. Uh, I don't want to ride. <laughs> yeah, I want to bulk up so I don't have to ride the lift yeah. and work on the turbine anymore ever. I've been up it a few times, but not, not, not to do anything real serious. Just kind of go up there and fucking look around. Right. Did See some still dumb shit. It. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like we're, we're on a yaw puck issue a little bit. It wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing too serious. Just, like, oh, yeah. You need another hand? Okay, I'll go up there with you. And he does, right. all, he does all the work. I'm like, cool. Hell yeah. You're like, this Fuck is yeah. what it's like. I'm the safety guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure he's safe. 
But yeah, well, wind turbines are they're fine. Yeah, they're I, fine. I, I they're mean, cool. I like what I do. I like where I work. I like the guy, you know. I, well, there's only me and another guy. So what? It yeah. got down to just you and one other guy now. Yeah, we were full staffed when I got back, and the three other dudes left. So it's just oh, shit. Me and my lead tech. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah, we should get like a little fucking raise roo or something. Yeah. Well, I got one a couple of days ago. Did you? Yeah, it's four percent. That's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. And people Didn't... are like, oh, four percent. That's not much. Well, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we just got one. We did one not too long ago. It was like a weird. It's just because inflation was so bad. They're like, oh, we'll give you guys a raise, I guess, just because. Right. Inflation's fucking wild, and you guys are this is sucking. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that, that's that's cool. So now you're back working on wind turbines and shit. Yeah. Um, I guess I. So let me see. Let me see my paperwork real quick. Fucking Alexa. Um. <laughs> so, in I'm starting. This is gonna be my first year doing a Wyoming bear camp. I never done. I never went bear hunting before in my life. But uh, it's May 27th through the 31st. And I know you been you went to Washington, yeah. what was that, two years ago? Or a year oh, ago? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, one. Oh, shit. What? Or, sorry, 21. 21. I, I do that fuck. every time. 22 years ago? Dude? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. So, oh, uh, 21. So, yep. two years ago. Yep. I guess. Because was, was that a fall or spring bear? bear hunt? That was remember. fall. It was fall it was, one? Yep. Okay. So... I guess I wouldn't really know, you know, some of the information I have might not yeah. be pertinent, although it also might be. I don't know. I guess the thing I'm wondering is how good is Bear? It's pretty good. Is I didn't good? mind it. Yeah. Did I'm, you, did you, so when you were in Washington and you, after you, cause you shot a pretty decent bear, right? Yeah. He's like six, two. Mm-hmm. That's what it come out. I don't know. Total length or whatever. Yeah. So. I mean that's a pretty good sized bear. Yeah, I don't know I'm I'm not sure on poundage. Is. I would say it was close to two forty to two sixty somewhere mm-hmm. in there. It was big. What was his skull size? Did you measure him? Because I think like the way you measure like score for bears, I think is it's like skull. brow to brow. Yeah, or like yeah, across the top, across like, the top, or something. Yeah, like like, that. it's the width of the skull though, right? Yeah, something yep. like that. Did it you was, measure him? It was big. It was. I don't want to give you some crazy number, but it was in the high teens. Okay. Because I, I think 18 is Boone and Crockett. Yeah. I think it was just, he's like 17, I think. That number really mm. rings a bell in my head. 17. Yeah. Um, it is a good size bear. Yeah. Because I think the, I think the, those coastal bears mm-hmm. out there, I think they get a little bit bigger than. Yep. Like Wyoming and stuff. Wyoming, they produce good sized bears, but what makes Wyoming so cool is the fact that they're majority at color phase out there. Same mm-hmm. with Idaho, like we were talking yep. earlier. But uh, I don't think they're I don't think they're that big for trophy size. If you're into that with bears, right? But I think those coastal ones, like the Washington bears, I think they get a little bit bigger. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like out, you've never been to Washington, have you? Um, no. So, out there, it was in Forks, Washington is where I was at. So, you know, there's like vampires and stuff out there and stuff, too. Forks, Washington? Forks. Forks? Oh, is this like a Twilight Twilight thing? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's where Twilight was filmed. I never Um, never watched it. But 
Um, I should, okay, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, yep. but I've never watched any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen just enough to be like... Yeah, I'm not sure. Dope. Know. But I'm not... I haven't seen him enough to know that Fort filled in <laughs> Forks, Washington. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so it rains a lot out there. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a lot of berries out there. Like, oh, the berries were coming in September. That's mm-hmm. when I was out. was the beginning of December. Or oh, de- September. So they're just out there fucking scarfing. Yep. And so... Out there, you know, I had a guide, and he worked for a logging company, and they would go into these clear cuts, and that's where all the berries would start to grow. Oh, yeah. So they would just come out of the, you know, right on the edge of the wood line, and mm-hmm. they kind of just feed out there. And uh, I guess they were fattening up for, you know, winter, Yeah, I suppose. You're getting ready for hibernation. Yep. Whatnot. I don't know. I think they pretty much just start doing that like right away. Like they're just like, "Hey, we just have to start putting on right. as much pounds as we can before we go climbing this hole for right. fucking six months." <laughs> It'd be pretty cool to do, wouldn't Not it? Quite. Yeah, it would be sick. Just bulk. Like you wait, <laughs> you come out of this hole, and you're just like, "Oh fuck, time to eat, dude!" And you yeah. start scarfing for the next for like, you know, honestly, probably like seven. Eight months, and then you're like, okay, time to sleep for the next three. Yep. Four. Three right. Four, or, you know, three or four months, whatever, however long. Right. You guys do the math. Yeah. Me, right? How, how, how long Washington winters are, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it it was kind of cold out there, too, if I remember right. They well, get down to like. Were you in the mountains of Washington then? No, dude. It was like right on the coast. Oh, okay. So, like, where Forks is, it's the Olympic Peninsula. It's basically as far northwest as you could get in oh. the United States. Like, so I was going to say, so you're like in Canada, dude. Yeah, you could see Vancouver Island. Like, hey, there it is. There's Canada. Oh, no shit. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So where are the mountains in Washington? Because there's a mountain range in Washington, right? Is the Rockies end there? Is that where it ends? Or I don't know what kind of mountain range it is. I'm, I'm fucking dumb. I don't know, man. It's like when we're coming down... Out of there, like, it was pretty crazy. Like, we're coming down the mountain, and it was just, like, all fog and, like, oh. rain. And I didn't, yeah. I was driving up for a really long time. It was pretty weird. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a quick con. Because you went with uh, Tony, yeah. right? Because I mean, we can talk about this, too. But we, all three of us, me, you, and Tony, went to Idaho and all yep. hunted together, too. And then you guys went on that bear hunt. I'm like, damn it. Right, it really sweet to go on. <laughs> yeah, he just—I don't know. It was one day he was just like, "Hey, man, you want to go to Washington on a bear hunt?" I was like, "Yeah, for sure." He's like, "Okay, send half your half the money to these guys and get a spot locked in, and we'll just go." Nice. How much was it? Thank you. Thirty-three hundred, I think, okay. if I remember correctly. I don't know. Long two years ago, man. Yeah, I know, right? Don't even know what I did today. <laughs> like three or four grand then. Yeah. Groundish. Yep. Yeah, okay. So so okay, so tell us about the bear hunt then. Because I've actually never heard the story. So because I, mean, I know it was kind of short though, right? Like you got oh, yeah. to go pretty quickly. So So we got there around noon, you know. Mm. Um met the guys and you know, they took us out or they took us out that night. 
Mm-hmm. Like, hey, will you guys just get settled in? You know, whatever. Take us out that night. And Tony and his guy ended up shooting a bear that night. Mm. And me and my guy, we come back empty-handed. You know, we're talking. He's like, you know, he's like, I haven't, I haven't shot a bear yet this season in the morning yet. He's like, I think tomorrow's probably the day. We'll shoot one tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, I like the confidence. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, we're like, okay. Anyways, Tony goes. We get back and we all get ready for bed. And I wake up early, wait for guide to show up. We could walk out there, you know. And there was a, another guy. Did, did they have set up in tents? We brought our own tent. You brought your own tent? Yeah. Oh, okay. so we just stayed just... in a little campsite. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we go out there that that morning. At that spot, they had brought another guy. And uh, he was it was an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He, had, he just couldn't see the bear, I guess, mm. is what I was told. I don't know. wasn't there, so it's hard <laughs> to say. Anyways, they didn't end up shooting that that bear. We go out there the next morning, and uh, pretty sure it was the same bear. But anyways, we get up there, and we're kind of cresting this ridge. And we look down in the bottom, and Guide was like, shh. He's like, there's like six elk right there. Big rosies. Oh, shit. Yeah, big rosies. They were huge. That's awesome. Yeah. And they were all cows, and they're huge. They're really big-bodied. Yeah, they're elk. huge. They're way bigger than the Rocky Mountain elk. That's funny. Quentin, the guide, he's like, you know, the first time I shot or Rocky Mountain elk, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. He's like, these things have huge antlers, but where's the rest of the elk at? Like, you know, because he's used to, you know, rosies. With, oh, like, yeah. huge. Yep. And uh, anyways, we get up there and. Because, uh, real quick, since we're on that, because rosies, they generally have smaller antlers. Correct. But bigger bodies. Yep. And rockies are generally smaller bodied, but bigger antlered. Correct. Right? Okay. Yep. So, score wise, you're saying, like, rose, that's the, the difference between the subspecies. Right. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, But yeah. So. So, you see some rosies down there? Yep. They're chilling. And they had spooked this bear. One I ended up killing, and when I they he was right below us. I think he was like sixty yards away. Anyways, mm-hmm. he runs into the woods. We get set up on this stump. We're sitting there waiting. And we see him come out at like a hundred yards, and Quentin's like, "There's your bear." He's like, "Okay, that's a six foot bear." He's like, "You should shoot it." <laughs> I was looking at him through the scope. Balls. <laughs> No, it, it took oh, me really? a really long time. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, because he told me there was a huge one out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to shoot a huge one. Yeah. And then, you know, I was sitting there watching this bear through my scope. And uh, this bear walks by a stump. This stump was, you know, four foot across. He's like, you see that stump that that bear's walking by right now? That stump right there, it's four foot wide. He's like, I know that because I cut that tree down. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Fair enough. And I'm sitting there, you know, watching this bear. I'm thinking in my head, you know, like people come out here and they're, you know, 90% or I don't know what they they had for odds. Of, oh, of killing? Of, of 
success. Sorry. Uh, I guess chance on a on a bear. Like yeah. They, oh, they, opportunity. Yeah, they give saying? you yeah okay odds of opportunity. Uh huh. And it's like, well, here's my opportunity. I could shoot this bear. It's a good bear. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I was like, people come out here and spend all this money, and they don't they don't get opportunities. You know, it's kind of just mm-hmm. how it is. I was like, and I told him, I said, hey, Quentin, I was like, let's kill this bear. And by by this time, the bear had moved off, and he's like 200 yards at this point. When he first come back out of the woods, he's like 100 yards away. Mm-hmm. I let him walk like 200 yards away, but I was like, let's kill this bear. He's like, all right. He's like, here in about 10 feet, he's going to step between two of those berry bushes. He's like, I want you to put it right on his shoulder and, and give him one. Mm-hmm. All right. And so he was what? He, you said he was 200 yards or 300? 200. 200, okay. Yeah, he come out at 100, and then he walked way off to like 200. Off 200, okay. Yep. But it was Easy. cool. Yeah, so I shot him, and then like Quentin said, he's like, all right, when, when you shoot this bear... He's going to turn around and run back the way he came. Oh, that's what they do, I guess. Mm-hmm. It makes know. sense. They already came from that direction. Like, yep. oh, shit, I didn't get fucked with over there. So, yep. yeah. They immediately think danger's in front of them rather than yep. anything else. So. And, like, I shot him, and he's like, good shot. And then, like, he started running. And bears don't bleed because they're so fat. Yeah. And uh, yeah, have a lot of hair. Their hair's thick as fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't even rack one. Send another one. He's like, give him another. So I shot, completely missed. Nice. But I drilled him first shot. Yep. And like he ran 30 yards. Mm -hmm. And then he just, you know, expired. Yeah. Just fell over. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) But it was cool. If I would have shot him at 100 yards, the pack would have been like 300 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. When I shot him at 200, the pack was like 50 yards to the road. Oh, easy. To the road. Nice. Yeah. That's what, that's what's most important, dude, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And he's like, man, he's like, this is the easiest pack I've had all year. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dude. I was like, I did that for you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I fucking shot a deer uh, a couple years ago. Um, shot this buck with my bow. And where I shot him at was right behind this dude's house. And... After I hit him, he ran off, taken off towards the road, and then I didn't see him come out of this ditch, but it was getting pretty dark. Anyways, walked there, butchered a little bit, and he's dead right in the road ditch. Like, yep. Don't get no better than that. Dude, hell yeah. This rules. Yeah. This is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess what I'm saying is it's always nice. When right. Stuff works oh, out. yeah. You know, makes it a little bit easier. When everything goes end. to plan. Yeah. Well, I didn't have to pack it anyway. Quentin right. packed it all. You're paying him, so. Right. He's just like, oh, I'll pack it. Yeah. Like, well, you don't have to. I'm an able-bodied young man. I can do it. And, or we just throw it in the back, back of a truck. Right. Hole. <laughs> don't really need to pack anything out, actually. Right. It's right we, here. We could have drove out to it. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, uh, is, what were you shooting? I was shooting a 301 mag. Okay. Remington. Yep. 700? Yeah, ramming seven hundred. Okay. Nice. Is it your? It's yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. Oh, and that's the thing. I took that out there, and I had never shot anything with this rifle. I had just gotten it a few months prior. Put a scope on it. Nice scope. It wasn't a great scope. It was a nice scope. 
What is it? It was a Vortex something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it wasn't fine. a real high dollar scope. Yeah, it's like they're probably like a Diamondback or something. Like the yeah, I think it was something mid-range like model. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't crazy expensive. It was a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah. Put it on and I go out there. I'm like, yeah, hopefully we get to shoot one. This be like, I've never shot anything with this. He's like, what? You come out here with a virgin rifle? I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Sure I was like, is. should I not have done that? And he's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's like, you, you never do that. But I live in Iowa. We don't right. have a rifle season. Right. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Didn't even sight it in or nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I, that's like probably an outfitter's like worst nightmare. It's like, I just bore sighted it yesterday. Yeah, no. Like, oh, I, fuck. And that's what he asked me. He's like, well... I you know I had shot it 300 yards. Yeah, you know I was shooting a decent group at 300, uh-huh. so I felt pretty confident with it. And he's like, "Well," and I knew kind of the ballistic trajectory of the rifle, what it was supposed to do. Right. Not saying it ever, or you know, that's what it should do. Mm-hmm. So it's like I kind of had a pretty good idea. He's like, "Well, how comfortable do you feel shooting out to what distance?" I was like, "Well, I know I can hit it 300." Mm-hmm. You know, in a decent sized group, you know, call it six. I'm not, I'm not a great shot. I'm okay. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't know. We push it out to 400 if we had to. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, easy. Let's do it. Right. Were, were you zeroed at 100, or did you have your a 200 yard zero on it? Ah, uh, well, yeah, I don't remember. Probably 100. That's pretty standard. Probably. I know that a 200 yard zero is getting was pretty popular for a while. And mm-hmm. That's why I generally, it depends on the rifle and depends on the caliber on if I'm going to zero at 200 or not and what yeah. I'm going to do with it. Like I, was, I just bought a 30 out six. I've talked about this so many times, but I'm really excited about it. Right. If I have a 30 out six. I'm going to, I'm going to put a hundred yards zero on that rifle yep. just because it's a 30 out six. It's not a long range fucking yep. extra long, extreme long range shooting guns. I'm going to put a hundred yards zero on that model and get a, I have a loop hold on it right now. A VX5 HD, and I want to put a, a, a damn custom turret on it. So that's been pretty sweet. And it's like put a hundred yard zero on it, call her night, and yep. let her rip. You know, because those are. I mean, I wouldn't really want to shoot a thirty out six past four hundred anyways. No, so it's not like too crazy. But like a two hundred yard zero, I did put up that on my six five Creedmoor when I had one. But is it? I don't did know, you get I, rid of that gun? I did. Oh, shoot. Did you want it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sold it to my buddy. He wanted a, like a cheap... He wanted a tractor yeah. He wanted a tractor rifle for shooting coyotes out of his combine and stuff. Yep. Like, I got the perfect gun I think it would be good for, for that. I've got the perfect gun for you. It's a Ruger American. It's good brand rifle. new, fucking 500 bucks. And it's a great... It's a, Dude, I'm telling you right now, those Ruger Americans are legit. Like, they're... A, it's a really solid line for... But it, I would say that it's probably no. I would say it's definitely one of the best budget rifles. I out agree there for sure. I was shooting that thing out to six hundred yards very confidently. Right, very confidently. I just actually bought a three fifty Legend. Okay, Ruger. Did you get the Ranch model? Yeah. Yep. I have a the exact same thing in four fifty. Yep. That thing. It's. A very consistent shooting rifle. Mm-hmm. If you just, you know, practice good fundamentals of shooting, yeah, 
you know, it'll do what you want it to do. Oh yeah, dude. It's awesome. Like the, the whole, honestly, like, so my three six is also a Ruger, but it's a M77 Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's the, oh, they stopped making them, but it, the, it is before the American line, but that American, that Ruger American line, dude, is, I, I seriously, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. Just yeah. It's so cheap. Like yeah. you're talking f- five. How, how much is your three fifty? Mm, Probably around that. I think it was 400, like six hundred. Okay. Yep. So like in in that mid, honestly, today's day and age, it's that low end price range. But you're right. getting a really quality gun. The action is decent. Yep. The stock is shit, but it's like right. You know, you have to give up something for right. that price range. You got to give up something, and I'm glad that they gave up. They um, cut sacrificed cost. on that. I'm glad they sacrificed on the stock rather than the action yep. and the barrel. The barrel, honestly, for being a cheaper barrel, it's solid. Right, like it's a good, yeah, it's a consistent barrel, and the action on it is pretty decent. It's no, you're, nothing's going to blow your socks off with that rifle. You're not going to like grab it and be like, "Oh my gosh, this thing fucking feeds like butter," and it's right. the damn triggers so crisp and clean oh my gosh I think right. nothing's gonna blow your brains off out right that sounded bad nothing's <laughs> gonna blow your socks off but it's a good solid right. consistent accurate gun yep so and i'm a big fan i i purchased that 350 because i have a four, uh, 450 as well yeah, that's an ar platform right yep yeah i purchased that one so i could take my daughter uh youth hunting and stuff yeah dude and I was like 350 legend, you know. That's probably an all right yeah. caliber. Oh yeah, and they have that big ass. Um, does yours have a big ass muzzle break at the end of it? Mm, no, mine's threaded. Mine's, oh, mine's gotcha. just threaded with a cover okay. over it. So my 450 has a big fat ass break break on the front of it, and I'm like, dude, this thing is a pooch. Honestly, for a 450 Bushmaster, it shoots like a pooch. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, because mine does not. No, bites a little bit. Yeah, does my it? 450 does. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. I'd run a little hotter load in mine, some custom loads. Yeah. And they're about 100 feet per second faster than you know, your average Hornaday or whatever. But, yeah. you know. That's all I'm running out of mine is Hornaday. Yeah, I but mean, they do, do the They're job. decent. It'll yeah. kill. It'll kill. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I'm going to get um, my daughter a uh, 350 Legend, I think, real I, soon. I'd honestly just Ruger American. Honestly, yeah. Right. Did you get the, is yours the Ruger American, like the fancier looking model, or is it the yeah. range one? So is it like the, is it like the bronze coated yeah. barrel? Nope. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's a, yes. it's a sweet looking gun. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, it's the Ruger American. It's not the Predator. It's like that fancier model. Yeah. Slightly slightly fancy. Still very, very affordable. Yeah, it's but, a very affordable rifle. Yeah. I mean, for what you're getting. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, those are nice. They, they look nice. At least I've never shot one, but... Are you looking it up? Uh, I'll show you a picture of it. Oh, it's a picture of it. Okay, let's see. Let me see here. Yeah, it's got... Okay, yeah. No, that is just... That, that's the... That is not what I was thinking it was, but it is the same. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's still a ranch. I yeah, think, I think it, it is. I think it's still a ranch. But you know, it's got the a Leopold scope on it. I can't, I can't tell you what oh, it yeah, is dude. off the top of my head. I know it's uh, it's got turrets for a three fifty legend on it. 
That's like a, it's probably the yeah. Loopold has a scope that's like the straight walled scope. I think they make them actually. They make yeah. a four fifty one. I don't know. Maybe it, they make a three fifty one. It's like specific for that. That's larger. what this is. Is that what that is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's nice. That looks sexy too. Honestly. It is. It's I, a fucking you know, it's a gun. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it looks nice, and it, that three fifty legend r- caliber is. Honestly, pretty. I never killed anything with it, but from what I've heard, I hear some people say, you know, like, "Oh, that three fifty, it's a, it's too small. It doesn't." It, I, I have a, a friend. And I don't discount discount his experience, you know, but um, they said they they did shoot a deer and it went like right behind the shoulder and it just didn't kill it. Yeah, and and I'm like, what? Like, that's had, crazy. Like, it had to have been a fucking bad, a bad. Like, you must be right. using the. I don't know. Something happened. That's. Right. Abnormal because I'm like 350 legend, like it's a 35 caliber mm-hmm. bullet moving through an animal. Like it should. It's plenty. It's plenty of it's plenty right. of diameter. Because he's he's thinking he's like, well, the bullet diameter isn't quite big enough because it's like you know 450 is a little bit bigger, and obviously shotguns and stuff are 50 cal. I mean, sized um, slugs run through a deer, and it's like there's it's just not big enough. I'm like, dude, 35 caliber is. Plenty big for because I think it's three fifty seven actually. It's so like the actual bull right. diameter is point three five seven. But yep, it's like that's plenty to kill a fucking deer. Plenty, certainly plenty to kill. And that's you know, that's that's yeah, more than plenty. Yeah, you could, you know, two twenty three. Yeah, well, and that's the what I'm getting at. I guess is like people talk about you have to shoot because in Iowa it's not straight walled cartridges anymore. It's just a thirty five. It's three fifty to fifty. Really? Yeah, or five hundred. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, so like, because I'm gonna, my, I've said this on the podcast a million times too, but uh, my thirty, my thirty out six, I'm gonna have rebarreled the thirty five Whalen. Yep, which is a necked cartridge. It's not a straight right. cartridge, but that's legal in Iowa because it's a thirty five caliber. That'd be sick. So you can you can use a three uh, three seventy five H and H in Iowa now. You can mm-hmm. use a four uh, four sixteen Rigby. You know you can use right. Granted, it's expensive as fuck to shoot right. those cartridges, but you can use those in Iowa now. You can use a five hundred Smith and Wesson with a you know for a handgun or whatnot, mm-hmm. or you can use you know forty five seventy gun. All those. It's just it's a it's a diameter res- yep. restriction now because a lot of your neck down cartridges, you know they. I mean, the, to get up to like a thirty-five cal is, uh, you know, that's it's big. A, that's big. It's a big boy. Yeah. Right. So, and, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like if people talk about like a thirty-six or a three-hundred-one mag being like, you know, hey, that's a fucking right. Be a, a bad bitch, you know? Like yep. that's huge. It's a huge, huge cartridge, and you know, it shoots really long and it's fucking devastating. But that's smaller, right? Like, like bullet diameter-wise. I guess yep. what I'm getting at with that story is that. Um, the guy I know, he's like, it's too small. I'm like, but you wouldn't be saying that if it was a thirty out six. You'd be like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Right. Why? Why would we have such a powerful cartridge for a, a white-tailed deer in Iowa? Because right. you know, we're not a rifle state. It's like, well, that's a smaller bullet diameter. Is kind of. I I, I yep. get that the, the bullet velocity is greater with thirty out six and three hundred one mag. I get that. I know that all plays a part in killing factors. Right. I get that. But what I'm saying is when you're talking specifically about bullet diameter, a 35 caliber is plenty big. It's oh, actually considered like a large caliber yeah. bullet. So, you know, that design. they have, you know, a, 
substantial amount of weight to some of them rounds that they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think 150 grains, something yeah. like that. Dude, the 35 Whalen is the same bullet diameter. Grand, maybe the bullet design is a little bit different mm-hmm. depending from a 35 Whalen to a 350 uh, Legend. Yep. But same different, same right. concept applies here. But, you know, you can shoot a 35 Whalen. They make bullet weights out to like, I think, like 200. Something mm-hmm. to earn. That's when the getting gets pretty good is in that 200 range, like 180, 200, I think even up to like 220. Mm-hmm. You maybe a little bit bigger than that. I haven't looked into all the different styles they have for 35 Whalen, but yeah, you're talking pretty heavy, right? Heavy for caliber bullets and stuff. So 35 is fucking a 30, 350 legend. I, I feel like this is me personally. I feel like it has plenty of killing power as long as you're shooting it within the confines of the cartridge. Yep. Like you're not taking any 400 yard shots at three with the 350 legend. No, it's not smart. Well, if you ever look at like an actual like ballistics chart of like your 350 legend versus your 450, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know. I'm, I'm just gonna grab a beer quick. Oh, all right. You want beer? Yeah, I suppose I got probably have one. But if you ever look at like the ballistics of it, they are damn near identical from. 350 legend to the 450 bushmaster yeah it's very similar mm-hmm. it's just the 350 bushmaster or 350 the 350 legend is um a little bit faster correct like I mean, uh, velocity wise i mean they're damn near about the same oh shit i from what i've seen so is the within a, with a you know i don't i don't think they're I think they're pretty pretty damn close, even match for velocity versus, you know. But you know where you come ahead with your four fifties, you know you have that heavier grain bullet, which you get more knockdown. Right. And it, it, yes, and that does that does definitely play a factor. It's devastating. Yeah, those four fifties are they're naughty. They kill. I uh I took a pretty far shot on a deer, and I hit it. It was facing directly away from me. I was trying to, you know, give him the old Texas heart shot. Oh, jeez. And uh, I hit him in the femur. Uh-huh. Shattered his femur. He just fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's... That's that. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just buckled him. I was surprised. And then... Yeah. I mean, obviously, the Texas heart shot isn't, like, the best shot to take, but... Right. If you if you got the ass behind it, it's, it's with a gun, yeah, it can be done. It's just it's not preferred, but no, it's it's definitely not. But you know, it was like the last day. Yeah, we're coming up. Shit happens. Yeah, we had I had one tag to fill, and it was mine. Yeah, and uh, well, it anchored them. You miss a hundred percent of them, you don't take. <laughs> That's Matt's motto too. That's, That's right. He, he literally just said that on the last podcast I did with him. Miss a hundred percent of the shots, you don't take. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not quite like that. I've 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 passed up some shots that I know a lot of people would take personally. But I don't know. It's just it's just comfort thing. It's like I don't I don't know. You know, with a gun, it it depends. You know, but it's like I'm pretty conservative with conservative with my shot placement on animals. But that's just me. Yep. I'm not poo poo. I don't like to poo poo on people for taking whatever shots they feel like it right. is. In the confines of their skills and whatnot, and it is what it is. You know, um, I want people. I, I want people to make you know clean kills and everything else. But it's like, yep. I know guys like really good archers 
really good art, like Clint Casper and Kurt Geyer and stuff. Like really do, dudes that shoot the shit out of their yeah. bows all the time. And they're like, and they go out, out West, especially they're like, yeah, I took a fucking, you know, I'm not saying that they did do this, but I'm saying like, oh yeah, I shot a pronghorn at 82 yards. Right. Like that's a far shot. Like a lot of guys, especially in the Midwest, like poo poo on. I'm like, that's unethical. Why would you take a fucking 82, 82 yard shot with a bow and arrow? And it's kind of like, I don't like to do that because I'm like, Right, that's their decision. They hunt the way the way they want to hunt and deal with um, a miss or a wounded animal the way they're going to deal with it, you know. But yeah. I don't like to poo poo on anyone for taking certain shots. There are certain things I I'd poo poo on them for. It's like take your headshots. Headshots is one. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a fan of that. Yeah, no, it's, I don't. It make it makes sense. Like if you're on the you know frontier, if you're a frontiersman and you're shooting like double out buck. Yeah. And you needed to survive, and you're like, fucking, you flush a deer up, and you're like, doo doo, shoot him with right. a double hot buck in the dome. It's like, okay, I get it. Right. You gotta do what you gotta do, but not in today's day and age. It's like, you wanna take ethical shots, and I'm not a fan of people taking fucking headshots personally. Well, you know, that's just crazy. Let's think about it here. You don't wanna you, blow their jaw off. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. You shoot them in the jaw, now the thing starves to death. That's, that's probably not gonna die from it. Treacherous, dude. Maybe it would, I don't know. I've never shot a deer in the jaw. Me neither. You know, they definitely die from it in the fact of starving, starvation. Starvation, yeah. 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 I shot a deer in late muzzleloader season one time. It was almost not worth tagging because there's just... There, actually, it was 100% not worth tagging, but luckily I was in a county that had unlimited doe tags, which was a waste of 15 bucks because he was so fucking... There was no meat on him. He was, he was in his deathbed. Oh, yeah. He was for sure in his deathbed, and I was walking up here, and he... Popped up. I'm like, oh shit, deer. And I had the antlers tag. He had no antlers. It was a shed buck. Yeah. He had no antlers. I th- so I thought it was a doe. See, a second guy. I saw him. He's, he's big by. I'm like, gosh, this looks weird. No antlers though. So I shoot him. And it, was, it all happened so fast. And I walk up. I'm like, oh fuck, he's a shed buck. I'm like, wait a second. Like, this is weird to be a shed buck right. Right. already. This is early January. I'm like, because he's sick and dying. It could, it could happen, sure, but not, it's not super prevalent that, that, that right. time. And, um, I look at him I'm like, damn, I touch him I'm like, oh my gosh, he's just this. Like, well, there's just no, nothing. There's nothing. And on one side, there's literally no meat left. It's just bone already. And he's still alive. I'm like, what in the fuck? And the one side was just disgusting. Like, yeah. His hair was falling out. It was disgusting. He just really run down, like really bad. Started looking around and he had a broad head that cut his windpipe, that cut his esophagus, and it was lodged into his, in his spine. I don't know how he's running around, right. but he's like stuck in his, Spine is neck. Gnarly, so dude. someone took a neck. Got. I'm not gonna say they took a neck shot, but hit him in the neck. Yeah. Cut his fucking esophagus so he couldn't eat or anything like that. He just was dying. That's crazy. His nuts, dude. So I put him down. I'm like, okay, well, at least I did that, I guess. But he probably wouldn't have made. He wouldn't. He, there's no way he would have made it through the winter. I'm surprised no. he made it that far. And that's the thing, you know. I mean, that's just to say how tough these animals are. Oh like, yeah. Yep. You know, I've seen some videos on Facebook. You know, like where a deer turns and like half its side opens up. It's like his whole shoulders. Oh up. yeah, you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. You yeah. see that one? Oh yeah, I don't know about that one, but I seen one where he had his whole back was like right torn yeah. torn yeah. off. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's like geez, you know, Ugh. it's hard to watch. It's like flopping. Yeah, like if like uh, flops open. Yeah, dude. Whoa, what the? You were uh, you on Instagram much? No, no. Well, if you do go on there, there's a account called Nature's Metal. Mm-hmm. I think Gnarly. I've seen that. Yeah, 
gnarly videos, dude. Like, yeah. you're like, there's, there's a, a video I watched. It was a, a, a zebra, and he had this uh, huge, just his whole hind quarter was just open. Like, there's, yeah. there's no, no skin left. It's just muscle. Meat. He's walking around and stuff. I'm like, oh my god. That's how. Like, how tough are these things? Like, so tough, dude. It's insane. Insanely tough. They're, all these critters are so so tough. They make white-tailed deer. I've seen white-tailed deer get banged up pretty damn bad. Right. And they still and they survive. They find a way to survive and they make it. Or, or they don't. Right. That's it. Like either, either they make it or they don't. Or they like, don't. That's just nature. That's the way it is. And if, yep. we, if we as hunters want to partake in that um, cycle, yes. then... You you want because because we are human we definitely are like want to make sure we take ethical shots and yep conservative shots and you want to work within your own skill set to make sure you have a quick clean easy kill you know you, mm-hmm. that's what you that's our responsibility as human hunters but that's not all the fucking that's how nature works dude no you know what I mean like it's ruthless yeah you think a wolf is out there fucking being like man hey you go, all right gang like the alpha's out there talking to his bros and he's like all right gang we're gonna go out there and we're gonna go hunting we gotta feed our families but i don't want anyone taking bites at anything that's unethical right we want to make sure we put them down fast and clean right because right. we owe it to these animals no, like, they're pretty, not thinking like that they're just, out, they're just out there fucking killing dude they're out there living they're biting at everything they're like oh this fawn just like just shot out of this fucking doe's pussy like all right cool let's eat it let's eat that thing because it's the weakest like oh yep. There's this elk out here that's freaking sick and dying, or like sick, like or it's wounded. Let's run it till it falls, and then hold you hold it down while I eat it from the asshole up. Right? Okay, sounds good, boss. Let's go. Yeah, like, they don't care, dude. Like nature don't give a fuck. I like, seen this. It's just ruthless. But that's not. They're not doing it to be mean. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So it's just survival. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. I seen this video. This really the other day. This, like, Komodo dragon, like, just ate this baby goat oh. and swallowed it, like, whole, like, Ew. in, like, three fu- like three to five seconds in its stomach. Ugh. Dude, they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Komodo dragons? Yeah. Huge. Ugh. Ew, dude. Yeah. They have, like, poison spit. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Nasty. I fucking hate them, dude. Right. You get bit by one of them, you might as well just write your, you know... Yeah. And I don't even think it's actual poison. I think it's the bacteria. The bacteria. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the mm. bacteria in their mouth is so disgusting that it just kills things. It's like nice. you, dude. <laughs> you. Yeah. You're disgusting. You're a gross animal. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Why don't we fucking kill all them instead of like bison and shit? Like bison they rule. Right. But we had like why don't we go hunt for Komodo dragons and wipe them off the face of the earth and shit? They're they're gross. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like Komodo dragons. I just realized, actually, now that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about them before. Before this conversation. Yeah. And now you're just like, man, I fucking hate these things. I don't like them at all. <laughs> they're, they're gross. Uh, I watched it. There's, I think there's a... I can't remember what it was. It's just a clip about this dude. He had weird animals. Or, like, it's like a couple of different people that have weird animals. Anyways, this guy has a pet Komodo dragon. Like, Did it eat him? The fuck, dude. No, he fed it raw chicken. That's all like, he did with it, or yeah, he just fed raw chicken and like hang out with him on the recliner. He'd pet it while he's watching TV, like it's, it's a pet. Yeah, no, you dude, 
Yeah. Gross. Their claws, like they have a dumbass, like gross fucking claws, and their feet are weird too. Yeah. They're ew. And they, lizards are gross, man. Yeah. I don't know. They're weird. I don't like them. I don't like Komodo dragons at all anymore. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. I don't like iguanas yeah. that much. Iguanas are kind of cool to look uh, at. I like watching those get shot. That's pretty cool. You ever Dude, see them? We should go iguana hunting. That'd be dope. In like Costa Rica or well, Florida. Yeah, like Florida golf course and shoot some just like yeah. Boone and Crockett iguanas. Yeah, I hate air rifles, but right. that makes I could get behind that, it. That makes sense to use an air rifle in that situation because right. you're in cities. Right. I could get behind that. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Dude, we should totally make do a that. hat out of it or. Boots or boots. whatever, yeah, iguana boots, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Sick. We, well, you get, you get that. You gotta be able to do something. Gloves, yeah, make a belt, uh, belt, make a wallet, hat. Oh, make the cowboy a hat. hat band. That's what it is. Then uh, we can kill an eagle and put a feather in it. I mean, uh, whoops. <laughs> Federal offense, but yeah, it'd be cool. Well, the turbines kill enough of them. That's true. Should Not I, at our site or anything, but yeah. is other it, places. Is it even illegal to have? In possession, like an eagle feather? Correct. No shit. That's yeah. nuts. So you can't even, like, catch one, pluck it, and let it go? No, I don't or think find so. find it on the ground? If you just find an eagle feather on the ground and you just pick it up? Yeah, I think I, I believe it's a federal offense. I don't know for sure. Um, I wouldn't quote me on that, but I don't think I would do it. I just it. did, though. I, I quoted you. You quoted yourself. It's recorded. I know. But I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... So, I've seen a dead eagle. Okay. And they're huge. They're big. And I just seen. I didn't touch it. I was like, nope, not touching that thing. You got to call the bird nerds in for that one. Yep. So we call them. You guys still call them the bird nerd? Yeah. Nice. And then you do call them, and then they don't show up for like 10 days, and then they go out there and look for the thing, and it's gone. You don't say yeah, weird. Oh, weird. It's how almost they, like a wild animal went and ate it. Yeah, it's almost like we have a bunch of coyotes out here, right? And they like to eat shit that's already dead. Yeah, you fucking knucklehead. Where'd you come from? <laughs> fucking Amsterdam. Like, right. What took you so long? Yeah. What are you doing? You have that many other dead birds to look at? <laughs> yeah, can't be that many. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do with them? They study them. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe they go do like bird autopsies on them and. Figure out the cause of death. Oh. This is kind of when that whole bird flu thing was running about. And, uh, yeah, they, they were just like, no, nah, we don't want to fuck with that thing. So, <laughs> you so, it's, it's, it, they, do they do the, the COVID thing where it's like, this person had stage four lung cancer, but he also had COVID. So he's a COVID death. So it's like that where it's like, yeah, he had bird flu. But you also got hit by this turbine, <laughs> so it's a bird flu death. Because <laughs> well, we don't want to blame it on the turbine because we work for them. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, does I, I've never been a bird, so I've never had the bird flu. Oh, so I don't sure. know. Does it like make them delusional? I don't know. Because you wouldn't think a healthy animal would be like, "I'm just going to fly into that thing." They do it all the time, though. Yeah, but they're why? just flying around. They're like, wow, what's that thing? Let's go investigate. <gasps> Douche. Right. Dead. Dead. Dumb. <laughs> They're also birds. Yeah. Birds yeah. are fucking dumb, dude. Yeah. They're dumb as hell. Yeah. We also that's another thing we made Matt mad about is how turkeys. Oh yeah. How I'd walk up to him in my work clothes and shoot him all the time. Yeah. He'd get so mad at me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, they're dumb. You just walk up and shoot them. They're dumb. And he's like, they're not dumb. Like, yeah, they are. He's they're like, dumb. they're one of the hardest animals birds. to shoot. And I'm like, bullshit. I was like, I'll walk up to one tonight and shoot it. You no, did. you won't. I did. Yeah. You also walked up to one because the one was <clears throat> trying to get away from you. And he was he couldn't figure out that the corner of the fence. All he had to do was like, hop over it. And he's yeah. just stuck in the corner of this fence. He's like, oh, I'm fucking stuck. And he's like, okay, douche. Yeah. Like, you run into a fence. You get stuck in it. I mean, that's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Did did you actually did the whole turkey population a favor? Yeah, I really did. Yeah, but no, Matt does love birds, and that's cool. But they are dumb. Yeah, birds are dumb. They are dumb. They're dumb as fuck. Right? They're way dumber. I just feel like because they're flying around, they're just like, well, we have such an advantage over everything else because we can fly that there's really no reason to be smart. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so. It's like they don't have to evade that many predators. So they're just flying around. Right. I'll just fly in the air. Yeah. Catch me now. No shit. Like ground nesting birds, they're kind of smarter. They're still yeah. birds. Like ostriches. Ostriches, turkeys, quail, pheasants. Yeah. Ostriches are pretty dumb too. Yeah. That was a, that was a joke, by the way. Why? What? When I said ostriches. But they are ground nesting birds. Yeah, but they're really dumb. They are dumb. Yeah. They are dumb. Um, I went to Africa mm-hmm. and I saw ostriches. You shoot them? I want to. <laughs> I think next time if I get it, actually, actually, you'd probably kill me if I shot an ostrich. She loves them. She really? They're so cool. Yeah. But we were driving to this spot and there would just be an ostrich running down the road. Just running. Why? We're right, we're right behind him. And he's like doing this thing. He's running fucking so he's just doing two cardio feet. or what? He's running and he's like looking back at us. Like, oh shit. He's still there. Oh shit. He's still there. Oh shit! He's still there, just running. Just you Why? can see him picking up his feet. He's running away from us because we're in a truck, oh. and we're like, "Get off the road!" Right? Stop running the yeah. road, dude. Turn left. And he keeps following the road. And we're just following him. He's like, "Oh fuck, fuck!" You can see the panic in his dumb bird face. Yeah. And he's looking around. He's like, shit, 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 shit. And then he eventually, he just jumps off the road. It's like, man, look he how he's running. He's like, oh, weird. You could have you could have done that like two miles ago right. and not had to run for two and a half miles right. to get away from us. You just jumped off the road and we would have driven right past you. Right. But he's a big, dumb bird. Yeah. Guinea fowl. They're dumb, too. They would always hang oh. out you know, in front of our blind and stuff when we were in Africa. Guineas? Yeah, guineas. Like the little, like, gray. Yeah. The same, the same ones people have in their farms. That are too. really annoying? Yes. They're very loud. annoying. They're very loud. They always rat on you. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So we're out there hunting. They'd be coming in the big... Do making noises and shit. It's like, damn it! I've yeah. only shot one because like you just fed up with them. Yeah, you're like, thunk. Yeah. Yep. Well, and they're so loud. They'll just give mm-hmm. your position away. Like if they, they're if they see like any movement, they're just whatever they sound. They make. Whatever stupid guinea noise they make. I can't even remember because I just wanted to put it on my, out of my out of out of mind. Yeah, because it, it was annoying. Yeah. But are you gonna go to Africa? Uh, I would like to. I don't think it's uh would be that fiscally responsible of me to do it this year. But I think in two years. How about twenty twenty four? When's that? Next year. Yeah, that's not very fiscally responsible. <laughs> okay, that's because you said this not fiscally responsible to do it this year, so I was but, like, yeah, it's twenty twenty three and well next year. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I mean. It's almost twenty twenty four. Right. So <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. No, I get that. Yes, you know, it's, it's not cheap, but it's not that expensive either. Right. But it's, it's expensive enough. Like, you, you want a little time to save up for it. Right. I can't just go and be like, oh, yeah, sure. I could do that. Yeah. Right. Not yet. I can't do that. Yeah. Right. We did that last year, though. Yeah. You're just like, eh, we've got some money in our savings. Fuck it. Let's go. See ya. It's, so the hunt, the thing that's cool about Africa is that, well, everything is cool about Africa. It's such a fun place to go and hunt. But what's kind of fun about it is like if you have enough time to plan for it and you save up your money for it, yep. it's not bad. Like you don't, like, I don't know. It's a it's a goal for you to, you know, to shoot for it. You want plenty of time in advance to know, know about it and save up for it. It's, right. It's cool. It's less stressful that way. But really, you pay for the flight to get there. Yep. And back, and then you pay for the hunt. So the hunt is, uh, Stewart's got an awesome package, and I think it's five animals, five animals for like fifty five hundred or something like that. It's pretty good, pretty cheap. You you can't. There's nowhere in America you can go on a five animal hunt. No, ever for that no. little price. Like, well, you're just saying. So Wyoming Bear Camp is fifty five hundred bucks, right? And you still have to pay for the tag, which is three hundred bucks, right? You know, Washington was, you said it was three to four grand Yeah, yep. for a bear hunt. And that's just one animal. Yeah. This is going to Africa, 5,500 bucks for five animals. Like that's right. fucking badass. You know, when you think about it, that is cheap. And in Washington, you were staying in a tent. Right. Correct. That wasn't that cool. Yeah. It wasn't that bad either, but. No. But you're staying in a tent. Like we're staying in five star accommodations, which is right. pretty sick. Um, I, I got to pause real quick. My work phone's going off and I'm on call. Okay. So pause. Ugh. And we're back. Where were we? Um, what were we talking about? Let me move a little bit closer. I'm not hundred percent sure. Africa. Oh yeah. yeah. Africa. Um, yeah. It, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> it's price wise. Oh yeah. I think we were talking about, uh, accommodation stuff. You're staying tense out there and like most, North American hunts, you're kind of roughing it. Yeah. You're not roughing it in Africa, dude. You're fucking... It's like five-star accommodations, and they mm-hmm. feed you really well. All you can eat, all you can drink, it's nuts, dude. You're just partying. It's like a, it's a hunting vacation. That's the best way I can explain it. Because you're hunting, and you're having a good time, and while you're hunting, it's it's tough. Like, it's challenging. The thing is, it's, it's but at challenging. at the end of the day, it's fun. Yes, it's challenging enough it's challenging enough to scratch at hunting itch, you know, mm-hmm. that you get when you're hunting. But then you also know, like, I get to go back to camp and have a fucking really nice hot bath and drink as much as I want to drink with my bros yeah. and eat as much food as I want to eat and well, fucking have a good time, you know. And then, you know, you don't have to, you can sit there, you know, kind of forget about, you know, let's say you made like a, a shitty call or, you know, you didn't. You know, you had a bad right. experience hunting. You, yeah. You don't have to sit there and wallow in that for, you know, the next yeah. day you go to sleep till the right. next day. Yeah. There's a lot of that too. Like I should, not a lot of that, but there was some heartbreaks in camp, you know, yep. some guys, you know, there was, um, Eric, he hit a kudu high and they couldn't find it. And it's like, fuck. Yep. And they got like expert fucking trackers and there's like, you know, it sucks. Like, that's hunting you know it sucks ass that's how he, she goes he, we're talking to him about it and like the thing is he shot at the kudu and we're bow hunting out there so he shot the kudu and jumped the string and fucking hit him yep. so we're he was kind of worked up about that but he got to go go back to camp 
and um, decompress, yep. have a few drinks with his bros and fucking have a good time yep. and kind of work through it, you know, and go back out there the next day and have a good hunt, you know, the next day or whatnot. But it's, yeah, it is, that is nice. You get to go back yeah. and decompress from the hunt and just have a good time. That's what's so, it's just so much fun. It's, it's hard to explain with words how much, like, just fun it is. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. I want everyone to go to Africa at least, at least once. Cause thing is, like, we heard from other people that went to Africa. We're like, yeah, you know, kind of a once in a lifetime trip. And every single person we talked to that's been to Africa hunting, oh. they all looked at us and like, eh, it's not once in a lifetime. Like, yeah, well, it. yeah, no, it's probably once in a lifetime. We're probably just going to go there once, get the experience. And like, that was cool. Check it off the box and move yep. on with our lives. No. No, I want to, as soon as I started hunting in Africa, I'm like, I want to come back here as much as I can. Yep. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about Wyoming bear camp yet, but I'm sure that's going to be an, ex- an awesome, awesome experience as well. But Africa is just so much different. Yeah. It's so much different. Yep. It's just, it's a hunting vacation is the, is the absolute best way I can explain it. Yeah. Cause I know the very first time I ever went out West hunting, never been. Is that with us? No, no. All together? No, it was just me and Tony. We went to Colorado. That's right. Yep. And we basically spike camped for like seven days and it was the worst experience I've had in a long time. Yeah. It was basically just suffering for uh-huh. seven days. I think I come back like at least 10 pounds later. I looked like Skeletor. It was gross. It's gross. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Now that you're pumping iron, you can't lose them gains. Yeah, no. Ever again. No, don't want to. Too much. It's too much work to get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to Africa and you bulk. Yeah. See? Yeah. See where That's I'm, where yeah. we're at. Uh-huh. 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 But no, dude, it's awesome. Um, but we, cause our Idaho trip wasn't that bad, but you bought a, you bought a fucking big ass. Cause we went to Idaho together, me, you and Tony. Yep. Um, I keep saying that improperly. Tony, yourself and myself. Is that more proper? Sure. I'm just going to stick with me, you and Tony. Okay. Me, you and Tony. We went to fucking. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Idaho. <laughs> and we had a, that was a, that was a super fun trip too. It was. Is all three of us. And like, yeah. we we're all in the same platoon at different times. Like me and you were together. Tony came in after I left. Yep. But we, like, he's a Marine before too and stuff. So it's like, it's yep. just us going out there and having a, dude, that was so much fun. Those are cinnamon rolls? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, dude. That gas station cinnamon roll? They had two different kinds. They had like your oh. regular white frosting cinnamon roll. And then they had maple ones. Oh my gosh. Money, dude. dude. The last day of the hunt, like, you guys. Went back to town, and I was up in the mountain a little bit longer. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tough it out, brothers. And you're like, well, we're not seeing anything, so there's no point in being out here. I'm like, I'm going to stick it out a little bit longer. Right. And then I fucking it was sticking through the rainfall. You guys. I um, gave you my poncho. Yeah, I you still me, have it. I do still have it. So <laughs> <laughs> like two years. <laughs> yep. I do still have it, though. I can get it for you when we leave. Because oh. you've asked for it back a couple times. I'm like, yeah, come over and get it. You never did. Yeah. And then when you did come over, we forget. Yeah. And so I wouldn't worry about it. But um, I remember I left that mountain and I came back down and I think I had a bear encounter, but I couldn't see it. Right. But I don't know. Or maybe I was just tired and Because we met you like. I just, I just walked I called down. you. Yeah. You called me like, hey, dude, like 
Where are you at? It's, it's really wet out here. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming down. This sucks. I should have just left with you guys. <laughs> well, and then you just kind of walked like, I was like, well, we're basically on the road. Yeah, I, like, just I walk just, straight to the road. We'll, well find we, you. We, we were, we set up our little, our little bivouac site, basically right next to this creek. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I was hopping this creek. And this creek, I know this key, creek feeds right down to the road. I'm like, I'll just run this creek down and meet you guys up down there. I'm like, cool. So I just fucking run down there, and it's a it's a few miles. It's probably like, I think maybe two or three miles down the creek, mm. just down basically just down this mountain. This yeah, straight the top down. of this ridge is straight down into the road. I'm like cool, so I fucking run down there. It takes me a little time to get down there, but I get down there, and you guys are there. You're like, I got something for you. I'm like, what? You're like, whoa, cinnamon roll. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, dude, that shit ruled, dude. That yeah. was so good. Well, I knew you were a cinnamon roll connoisseur. I love them. You know. And I was like, they're great. You know what I think he would like? The last cinnamon roll from this gas station. Yep. And then I think we just left. Yeah. Like that was that. And then we threw them, like, we had 20 gallons of water in a deep freeze and we just throw them at the ground the next morning. Yeah. So we could, like, you know, lighten the trip home. Yeah, because it's gas. Right. It ain't free, you know? So. Right. But that wasn't a bad trip, though. Like, comfort wise, you had that big ass wall tent. That was pretty sick. And then that camp, that stove, stove in there, wood stove in there, that was nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I was sleeping like damn near naked most nights because I was so freezing. Warm. Yeah, I was not. I slept by the door, dude. I you did, yeah. And a lot of times the door didn't get all the way closed, and that cold draft blew right under my cot. Yep, I froze, dude. <laughs> I cold. did not. I was fucking like I would wake up in the middle of the night to you like throwing another log in the stove. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And I'm just like sitting back there. I'm like, I'm, I'm like super hot. I'm like, I'm not sleeping in the sleeping bag. Yeah. I didn't sleep in my sleeping bag. Well, unfortunately we had different much. experiences because mine, uh, it was cold. <laughs> Why'd you just move from the door? Well, it was either that or sleep right next to the stove. Yeah. Cause the stove was like, if you're cold, sleep right next to it. Yeah. Touch it. Melt it. Yeah. Just sleep under it. Melt, melt onto it. Yeah, because <laughs> the the tent that the wall tent that you brought, what how, how many men was that? Oh shit, eight. Yeah, but with all of our shit, like we were kind of there wasn't a whole lot of. It was There's it was a, sixteen by sure. sixteen. Okay, so, so yeah, why did you just move to the other side? Why did you stay? Why did you just stay in next? Because there was the wood door, over dude. there. I didn't want to move a wood pile. <laughs> why did you just stay next to the door? You weirdo. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, there's a reason. There's a reason why. But the stove, I, where I was at, I'm like, fuck, it's hot, dude. Yeah. But I, I also not. run hot-blooded, I guess. I don't know. I'm like a fucking generally hot dude. Not physically, like, looks-wise. Looks I don't know what you're saying. I've got a face for radio. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> dude? But no, I, I, I don't know. I don't get cold very easily. Do you get cold easily? Uh, Not necessarily. You know, if, if I stay moving, I'm good, but... As soon as I stop mm. sitting in bow stand, I'll freeze to death. <laughs> I'll freeze to death. I will. I'll just die up Dude, there. We need to start white-tailed adrenaline fucking hunting deer. White-tailed deer just drive around, st- spot and stalk. From the That's truck. how I roll, dog. That's the best way to do it. It's more. It's most comfortable. It's nice. Yeah, you can just dress light. Yeah. Tree stand hunting, I like it. It's nice because it's like if you're in a spot that you know is good, then right. it makes the most sense. It makes so much sense. Like, yes. Hang a tree stand because say I, it's a say it's a piece of private or a very 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 secluded piece of public. It's like yep. that makes sense to tree stand hunt. 
But I realized I went down south not too long ago to hunt white white tailed deer, mm-hmm. and I set up my stand in a couple of pieces of public. And I told this on the last podcast with Austin and Jordan, and we were talking about that. I'm like, it, it's almost pointless to set up stands on a piece of public anymore because there's so there's in Iowa, just go sit in someone else's. Yeah, right. <laughs> In Iowa, there's not that much public land. Like there's, it, it's less than one percent mm-hmm. of all land in Iowa is public. So there's not that much huntable public land, and it gets overrun. Like that's yep. and that's why Iowa is a draw, a, a draw state, is we don't have that much public land to hunt. We don't have that that good of deer habitat in Iowa. We have big bucks. Like we have pretty nice, like good sized bucks here, and we have a good deer population. But that's because we are a draw state. It's not. Like we have so much habitat and so much, so such a huge deer population that we can, we could sustain over the counter um, mm-hmm. pressure. We can't. The state of Iowa cannot handle that much pressure because we don't have that good deer habitat. And then going in public land and see how many people draw and stuff and uh, utilize the public land in Iowa. It's like fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. It's rough. There's a lot of people here. Like when we we're in Idaho. And it's like people we didn't talk, see anyone. Not really. We saw a couple people. Did we see any? Well, we, what was that guy's name driving around in that? He had he had a in that Kubota. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that, but then there's another guy in a truck that we talked to. But he's like, oh, I'm out here for the next month, so I'm not really trying too hard right now. It's early season. Because we went when we went to Idaho, it was early season. Yep. Like season just. We were actually there season opener, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, pretty so sure. It was early, early season elk hunting. Mm-hmm. And should have waited a week. Should have waited a week because towards the end of that, that's when they started. Yeah, but we also didn't realize that it was Memorial. That's why we did it because it was Memorial Day weekend. Yep, we had an extra free day off from work. Yep, that's right. So we went out to Idaho to save on comp or uh, PTO. Yep, and uh, there's people fucking running yeah, everywhere. All you remember that trophy truck? And shit. Yes, that trophy truck running the trails. That was uh-huh. pretty badass. That's pretty sick, dude. Should we tell them the Britney story? Yes. So, okay. Um, so we'll go back to where the was Britney that story. At? The Britney story comes in. We're in, on the way to Idaho. This was in. It had to have been. Was it Wyoming? It's Montana, I think. Montana. Yeah, let me look it up. I know. I it know exactly a, where it was. was. Maybe it was Montana. We're it was coming. during the last leg of our trips. We were filling up water at this random spigot outside of a gas station. Was it a gas station or was it a restaurant? Yeah, it was a gas, gas It was like a truck stop. Yeah, okay. I think it was Big Sky. Okay. Because we asked him, like, we went to the gas station, got our, got some supplies, and we asked him, like, hey, we're getting close to where we need to be. We don't want to fill up our water jugs that we had. Like, do you have water? Like, yeah, right over there. I'm like, no, I mean, like, like bulk supply water. Like, like we, we fill it out ass, of the faucet. We have these huge-ass cans. We don't want to go to the, the soda, the fountain pop region right. and click it in and... You know, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, do you have, like, a, a big faucet or like spigot? And they're like, oh, we have a spigot outside. I'm like, cool. Can we utilize it? And like, yeah, go ahead. Like, nice. <laughs> go. You go. All right. So, we go out there. We open up the trailer. Brought an enclosed trailer with us, you know. Because we had deep freeze and stuff in there. Anyways, yep. we had... How many cans do we have? We have two or do we have four? We had four. We had four that's water cans. Yeah, four, like, military... Because where, where we were going, we didn't know how remote it would be. And we also 
wanted to set up camp and just be done. So we had enough, basically four water cans that hold all three of us up like water wise for right the week. I think it would, would have been close to the week. Yeah. Well, and I had them 20 gallons of frozen water yep. in the deep freeze. But anyways, yep. we open up the trailer. We get these water cans. Jake and Tony grab these water cans. And they, walk, start, they take off before me. I close up the trailer so no one stole our shit out of there. Anyways, yeah. I'm walking. We, we weren't in a great spot. No. It was... Mildly sketchy. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm walking down the alley... And I hear someone crunching rocks behind me. So I look behind me, and there was like this little skinny thing. Thing? <laughs> she, she was wearing like a bandana as a top. Yeah. And then like had a G-string pulled way up, like yep. over her hips. And now... Well, I don't really call them hips. Yeah, I don't think she had those bones. Those bones? Yeah. The lower half of those bones that connect to the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. Those things. And, uh, she was literally a pencil. Yeah. So my best description of her, we were at a truck stop. So one can only assume lot lizard. Yeah. But I can't confirm, but Um, that's the vibe I get. Looking at her, looking back at her, I looked at her and my immediate reaction was yes. Lot lizard, and or, um, she's mathing around. Mm-hmm. That's ran, what I ran out, of, ran out of monies. Right. Need some more meth. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm she just, comes tromping up. Yep, I'm standing there. These guys are Jake and Tony are filling these water cans, and I'm standing there just you know kind of watching them fill these water cans. And this girl walks up and she goes, "Hey, I'm Brittany." I look over at her. I'm just like, the fuck? I was like, Mitch, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she's like, God, it's really hot out here. Do you guys think I could get under that water? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we just look at her. We're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And anyways... <laughs> she she sticks her <laughs> she sticks her head under that water spigot, and mind you, this water spigot's probably I would say three foot off the ground. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and she just starts whipping her hair around like because <laughs> like, like a whirlwind. Because like at this time when Mitch gives her <laughs> gives her access to our water, we back up and like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She starts whipping her head around. And then as she's spinning her head, she just smokes that water spigot with the back of her head. (laughs) And all we hear is her go, ow. And then she just walks away. She's like, well, just lost that sale, huh? (laughs) Oh, my God. It was... And we, oh my god, we, that, we, that was so it's so funny because it's so at this time it's so like flabbergasting. We're, yeah. we're just like, what the fuck is going on? And she's just slapping her gross wet hair all over Tony's legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just kind of stood there, dumbfounded, like looking at each other, like, what did we just witness? What is this, dude? What, you know, and we'd been driving a while, so we're all very sleep deprived, right? You know, we'd been driving a little bit. We're tired. Yeah, because we wanted to get there. And we were like, what just happened? 
Dude, that was nuts. Like, yeah, she was whipping Tony. It's like their <laughs> gross ass fucking hair. Oh, holy shit, that was nuts. It, it's just like we're we, she like we're. I think we were thinking that she'd just come up and get a drink. Yeah, like you just stick her mouth in there. No. Okay, thanks, yeah, guys. See you take later. A She's like, no. And I want to know what was going through her head. Like, I wish she would have stuck around because we'd be like, what's going? What's going on in there? Yeah, it would have been nice to like analyze her a little yeah. bit more than we got to. It would have been because I'm sure she came out. She's like, she's thinking, she's like, oh, dude, three dudes up there, over there, getting can, some water. I can make, <laughs> a, I can make some good money here, right? Fucking, what? I don't know if she's thinking, fucking, you know, like ski that shit or what? and whatever else, like whatever action she was thinking. She's like, I can get three times the money right here. Three got three guys. All I need to do is she probably had it on her plane. She's like, they're getting water. They're travelers, weary travelers on right. this path. There was a dumpster right there. There was a dumpster right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all I need to do is go up underneath this water, make some small talk, say hi, I'm Brett, eh, and make <laughs> and get under that water and flip my sexy hair around, and they're just going to want to fuck. And then she domes herself, just dunk, and she's like, then <laughs> 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 walks off. It's like that was weird. Oh, it's oh, like, man. And also, it's like. Clearly, she was on drugs. Oh, had to have been. Clearly. And it's like she walks up to these guys. We're all like not looking like we're on drugs. Right. So it's like you just think you're going to come up to these weary travelers on this path out of an enclosed trailer. Oh, we were driving the fucking burb. Yeah. That. Yeah, you're right. We didn't have like a nice truck to drive. Right. We are driving the burb. It kind of did look like a meth truck. Yeah, a little bit. I suppose. Maybe that's what she's thinking. Maybe she saw the burb and oh, she's like, fuck yeah. These guys just got into the life. I yeah. Can, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I can siphon some money off they of just them. Started, they just started on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a time oh, to dude, be alive. That was nuts. That was, so, that was so fucking wild. Probably, I would say, the most memorable thing on that trip was that moment. Yes. For me. That oh, will for forever sure, be ingrained into my head. Well, we none of us killed elk. No, so that was it, right? And that was the thing. Rolls. The cinnamon rolls is cool. The cinnamon rolls did rule. In those ranchers that we met, oh, and we talked cool. to them. They went and hunted down that grizzly bear that killed the the dudes up on that fucking peak. Yeah, nuts. Cool guys. Yeah, Hardcore. old dudes. Old dudes. Yeah, leather yeah. face. The one dude, he was fucking just straight leather, smoking his marbies. Yeah, he had the black duster on and his yeah. cowboy hat and the other guy was in full fucking canadian tuxedo oh yeah dude <laughs> he's from boston he had a boston accent yeah he's a boston, that was weird. He's a boston cop he's a was it boston or new jersey it was one of them places over one of them there. places and he they're telling us all these stories I'm like damn this is it's pretty bad pretty sick like, we'll just sit here and drink coffee with these guys in the yeah morning. i wanted to i wish i could get them on the podcast to be cool but right. how do you get hold of them again they're ranching just go there the one dude's a retired police officer in boston or new jersey or something yeah. like that he was they were friends went, right yeah because they he, serve in the military together no i think he just um the one dude retired from being a cop and came went to idaho to for to retire in ranch just for like for fun whatever and i guess i don't know if they work together they maybe they met each other in the sooner roll factory and they're like hey yeah. coffee and sooner rolls it's pretty good here. Like pretty this, good time. Rules. And this, that one dude is cl- clearly a lifetime rancher. Mm-hmm. He talked like this. Yeah, we went down this grizzly bear, ate someone, 
We're going them down. Kill them. Kill them, that damn grizzly bear. Like, you talk kind of like that, like, real rugged, fucking, yep. I'm a rancher, I'm drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes and running cattle from end to end, yep. fighting off wolves, grizzly bears, and mountain lions. Something like that. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's about, that's about as good of a rancher voice as I can do. Well, he he also told us they hadn't seen many grizzlies because of the berry population was down. Didn't they get like a frost early and killed all the berries or something? Yeah. Well, we weren't like seeing that. any bears. Yeah. Which that made us a little bit happier. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Because we knew where, where we were hunting in Idaho was. Where? Grizzly bear country. That's where a lot of the attacks yes. and stuff in the past had been. Because it's They've so close to Yellowstone. Very close to Yellowstone. They just run from Yellowstone into that part of Idaho, eat a couple dudes, go back to Yellowstone. Yeah. Eat some hikers, whatever. Eat some hikers, drag them into Yellowstone, eat them, right. fucking eat some elk, whatever. Yep. Mostly hikers. Going probably. to bed. Going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that place that place is awesome. I don't want to go back there real bad. Yeah. It was, you know, it'd be... Just I'd a- only go back there with you and Tony, though. Yeah. What was that one ridge we got on where we had them elk bugling? Uh, the, is the last two days of yeah. our hunt. Yeah. We, that was sick. That was good. Yeah. That was when the elk hunting started picking up. And, yeah. we had, and then we had to leave. And it's like, damn it. Right. If we would have planned it for that to be our first day. We did spend like two days in like a really just bunk-ass area. Barren wasteland that got burnt out years ago. Yeah. Just hasn't come back yet. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be good someday again. Yeah, there's a lot of moose there, though. Oh, maybe, you know, I was thinking about when you were telling the story about the moose, or that potential maybe grizzly bear chasing you. You think it was a moose? Could have been. That's what I was thinking about. Fucking could have been, dude. There's a a lot of moose in that unit. Well, you see how big them baby moose were? They're huge. Are they baby moose or baby meese? Baby meese. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, they were, I don't know, I'd, I'd call them. Four feet tall to the shoulder? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Totally. They're huge. Yeah. They're big-ass babies, dude. Yeah. And even, like, the, the the bulls. We saw a couple bulls in there. Yep. They're pretty decent, I guess, Shiris Moose. Like, they're yeah. pretty decent-sized. Like, body-wise. Respectable. Huge. Yeah, but antler, even antler Even size, their antlers is like... antler size. I mean, I, I thought they looked kind of small because I'm used to seeing moose from, like, Canada, yeah, and fucking that other place that has big moose, yeah, Yukon, that's yeah, Yukon moose, yep, they they're huge, they're like fifty inches, I'm like, hell, yeah, that's a moose, like, yeah, and that's all these moose, I'm like, these are bitch ass moose. And I see other pictures of Shiris moose, I'm like, oh, those were actually good moose, then. yeah, because Shiruses don't get that big antler size, wise. no, nope, they don't, and that I seen one two years before that out in. Or no, a year before that, out in Colorado, up on that big plateau. Moose? Yeah, I walked like 20 yards away from it. Mm. And then later found out that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Because they're blind and they'll just like stomp you to death. They're blind and if if you sneak up on them and then they, you get too close and they realize what you are, like that you're that close already, they're like, no! Yeah. Start stomping well, you, dude. They don't get, they're they're huge, and it's like I don't know what to do. Stomp, stomp. Yeah, I'll just crush this thing to death. This is a cow. It's like we got pretty because we in Idaho we got pretty close to yeah. this cow. That cow with a calf. Well, those two babies that we've yeah. seen, and we realized that was also a dumb move. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. The first day that we were there, we put on like 10 miles. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, we're like, we need man. to go up there. Yep. We did. We did. Nothing. Like, this, Nothing. We, that was dumb. We crest the hill and we're like, man, it's just as bad as the other side. Like, I bet if we keep going, it'll get better. It didn't. And then, you know, it was me and you. Because we only had two guns, right? Was that how that went? Yeah. I didn't have a... I didn't bring a pistol. I was the only one that brought guns. Yeah, you brought brought handguns and you gave one to Tony. I'm like, I'm with one of you guys. Right. Because I don't want to get eaten. Right. And you didn't even have spray at that time, did you? No. No, I went back. We went to a shop like halfway through the trip, and I bought some bear spray. Yeah, you still got that stuff. Yep. Does that ever like go bad? I'll find out. When I spray <laughs> I'll find out when I need grizzly it. bear's face, and I, he mauls me. Yeah. <laughs> when I went out with uh, to Idaho with uh, Justin Trees and his son, we uh, his son decided to test his bear spray mm-hmm. while Justin and I were downwind of him. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Got me good. Yeah, Got Justin even better. That was funny. That sounds not pleasant. How yeah. how uh, how happy like the were you? Chaper is what it was. How happy were you guys about that? Um, he was way more unhappy than I was. <laughs> Justin, yeah, I suppose it was he's his like, kid. yeah, he's like, this is my kid. He's, right now, it's time to be. Why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> why are you punishing me? Why did you spray us? This is dumb. Like, yeah. What the fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a it's kind of like a, the cs chamber just not as intense so yeah well i think you know they went a little overboard on that when yeah. they made us do that yeah the cs chamber sucked ass and basic dude yeah that was the least fun mm-hmm. for sure on day like three <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sucked i was pissed i had to do it twice me too well i had to do it yeah, it is not fun. Oh, I had to do it, like, go through it? Yeah. And, like... That's what I mean. Uh, like... Yeah. Like... The group... I, so, they they broke you up in groups, I would say. Right? Yep. So, my group, there was a couple guys that were just, like... Freaking out. Not doing well. They're like, <laughs> recycle! I'm like, God! They, yeah, they, we ran out of there. And fucking, like... <sighs> and they're like, get back in there. Like, fuck! Not right. fun. So, when I went through it... I went through, you know, and you know, like you do, you try to hold your breath. Everyone does. Then you got to say your, what they make you say your, like, uh, the the soldier's creed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Make you say that. Yep. And then they make you hold your gas mask in one hand and your rifle in the other at shoulder height. Mm -hmm. Well, I was so fatigued at this time. My shoulders were dead. So my arms started hanging down and my drill sergeant's like, what are you doing? Pirate. Get the fuck back in the line. <laughs> like, son of a... So they singled you out. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. They just made my whole group go back through. Cause they're like... No, they, they made me... bitches, I guess. They're like, get in the front of the line. Fuck. Well, you know, I had the shortest route at that point, right? Because I was in the front. The guys in the front had it easy. Because they were the first in and the first out. Yep. You know. Second oh, time yeah. wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. Well, and then so that I makes went, sense, yeah, because you're the front line, so. Yeah, yeah, I went and ate my Skittles and out of my MRE. They let you, or you broke the rules? I broke the rules. Oh. You, yeah, we had a couple I times. earned it that day, okay? 
I deserve the Skittles, dude. <laughs> Leave me alone. All I right? earned it. I earned this. I did it twice. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, dude, CS Rumor sucked ass. Yeah, they made us do the same shit. It's just, it sucks. I remember on my FTX, I found like an old oil can or something out in the woods. It was cold and raining. It rained for like four or five days. So I made a fire in an oil can to try to dry my shit out. I got in trouble. Of course. You can't, start, you can't start fires out in the middle of the Georgia woods, dude. Like, <laughs> Why? Because it's been raining for five days. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you after, know. after being in the Army for a while, it's like it kind of makes sense. Like You yeah. can't just have privates out there fucking starting fires. Yeah. Starting half the yeah. base on fire. We did By that the time, you're like, come on, man. I'm just trying to survive out here. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. What time did you go? What, when did you go through basic? It was January. Oh, shit. So, so I went through the summer. It's completely different. Yeah. It's hot as fuck. Not me. It was cold. The PT field, you know, where you do PT in the sand, it yep. was frozen most mornings. Ouch. Yeah. And we had privates wearing, like, when we do our, ruck, our ruck marches and shit, they'd wear, like, their thermals, and they'd be dying heat casualty. Like, <laughs> ah, oh, shit. Heat casualty. Yep. In January? Yeah. Did it get hot there, too? Well, you know, when you're marching with thermals on. No, that's true. You're, you know, I mean, our drill sergeant said, he's, I swear to God, pirates, if you put your thermals on before you do this road march, I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's probably sick of sending people to fucking sick call. Yeah. Well, it's like, he's like, yeah, you're going to be cold in the morning. But you're going to be walking for yes. at least five miles. You're not going to be cold. No. You're not. We you all know, know this. Carrying all that weight. But some people from, like, cities and stuff, they don't They don't understand. If they don't ever reach, like, any type of inclement weather yeah. in their lives, they're just constantly in, like, heated and air-conditioned air right. buildings for their life. And then yeah. they get out there and they're like, hey, if you deal with inclement weather, they don't understand, like... When you move, you generate heat, right. and you're going to get hot. So, it was January in Iowa. Pretty cold. Yeah. I get down there, and it was like 20 degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. And I was walking around with just my, you know, my private uniform on. Yeah. They're like, where's your field jacket? I was like, why? Unneeded. Yeah. It's... Forty, it's forty degrees outside, dude. Right, like it's hot. Yeah, I'm sweating. I'm from Iowa. Right, it's five <laughs> degrees, bro. It's five degrees outside right now in Iowa. Yeah, I'm good. No, except I went to I went in the summer, so it was hotter than fuck. So I was being a huge bitch. I'm like, this is so hot. Yeah, fang. Yeah, so hot and humid. Complete different spectrum, you know. Like, yeah. And then uh, I went to Oklahoma, and that was October time frame, and it was kind of chilly there. Hmm. In Oklahoma. Yeah, that's the way it was for, you know, January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But man, uh, that man. went down a crazy rabbit weird. hole, didn't it? That was weird. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk. So you're on steroids, too. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, Jake. I'm on TRT. <laughs> yeah. Because Jordan and I, we, uh, I had Jordan on not too long ago, and we talked about it as well. Because we both also got on TRT not too long ago. Yep. And you, but you've been on it for a little while. I've been on it since January. Yep. So okay, so 
talk. I, I do kind of want to touch on that just because I did have some people talk to me, like message me on it and stuff. Like, hey, that, that was a really interesting talk about the yep. about TRT and stuff, and they had some questions and everything else. So, um, what made you go get checked? So, it, if I'm going to be honest, it was I was watching TikTok. Oh, sick! And watching this guy and you know he was said how he you know he he said any male over the age of 30 should go get tested and see where their levels are Mm -hmm. and you know i was then i started getting to looking at you know the symptoms of low t and a lot of it aligned with some of the symptoms i was having you know and i would go to the va for these things and they would just be like oh Here's this bottle of pills. Here's this bottle of pills. Here's this. Here's that. And, you know, after a while, you know, you kind of get tired of feeling like a like a zombie, more or less. Yeah. So I decided to get it checked. I had it checked at the VA. My test come back at like 400-something. Low fours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm not that old. I'm like, fuck's sake, I'm the, only 32. What, what did the VA tell you, though, when it came back? They said, oh, it's good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yep. Like, is it normal? Yeah. Is, is it, it normal? Like, what's the range here? And they just didn't t- they just right. tell you much or what? No, there's like, no, it's good. Okay. Yeah. So, did I, you, okay. Before that, did you know what healthy T levels were for your age group? I figured anywhere from seven to like 900, somewhere in that range, seven to nine yeah. was where, you know, it should be, I mm-hmm. think, because I'm not that old. I mean, yeah, fuck sakes, right. fucking th- what, thirty three? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, thirty two year old male. I'm not a fat obese slob, you know. I was like, mine should be higher than that. Yeah, you'd think so. So I went to uh, a men's health clinic, mm-hmm. and uh, they tested it right around the same. You know, again, four, low fours, mid fours. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, this is forever. It's a life. So it's a, it's a life altering prescription. Not in like, not in the, when I say that, I don't mean like when people use that term, like life altering, it's like, oh yeah, I lost an arm. So it's like right. a life altering injury. It's like, but it's a commitment. This is a commitment. Yeah. Now. If you were to get off it, could you get your natural testosterone back? Maybe. But probably not. Right. It's only ever maybe you could. Maybe you could bounce back from it. Probably not. The, the kind of thing that I've heard, like, heard and read and was told by my, my, my doctor, it's like, you're already super low. Yeah. So... What your body's going to do is just, is it's going to go back to its normal production because like yep. once the damage is done, it's pretty much done. Yep. Like you're not coming back from that necessarily because it's like <sighs> testosterone is a hormone that men need in order to be men. Be men, and it's a, especially with, with veterans. I feel like it's like I didn't feel like I was low T. No, like, I, I did either. I had symptoms of low T, yep. but I ignored them because I'm like, I'm a man. I'm going right. to put that shit in a bottle and fucking never open it back up. 
Like, I'm not going to talk about it because what's the point in talking about it? Because it's not going to get fixed, so fuck it. And, uh, you know, so I had dealt with symptoms just in my own brain yep. and all that stuff. And then I, Jordan went and got tested and then talking with you and stuff too. Because you didn't know I was on it, did you? No. And shit, at that, up to that not point. Until after, not until after Jordan. So I was just talking to Jordan about it. Right. And then after Jordan got on it, I was thinking about it more. Maybe I should just go to get tested just to see. And then he found out you were on it. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And your doctor pretty much told you the same thing too, right? Like, yeah, veterans fucking. Yeah, that's exactly right. He said nine times out of ten, a veteran is going to have low T. Yeah, especially a combat veteran. Right. Someone that's been deployed and actually went to combat. Right. And, you know, they're like, this is, you know, a life-altering choice. Like, you are going to forever alter your natural hormones. Mm-hmm. And this is forever. Yeah. But you already... At that you, point... You already altered your natural hormones without really even knowing it. Right. Is the thing. So... And, uh, you know, looking back on it, I don't have a regret in the world about it. Because this is honestly the best I've felt probably since I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, you know, and naturally... These TRT clinics, some of them, some of these big ones, they try to push you on these peptides. Uh-huh. Um, peptides are great, don't get me wrong, but not where you're going to pay for them at these places. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get them prescribed through a doctor somewhere else, aside from a TRT clinic, you're not going to get raked over the coals as bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got me. Did they? Yeah, they got me roped right in yep, there. Yeah. And I took it and, you know. It helped, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on, I was on test, test cipionate and uh, ipamorlin. Mm. I don't know what that means. What is that? Ipamorlin. It's like a, it's a growth hormone releasing peptide, I believe. Mm. It's been a little bit since I read about it, but okay. yeah, that's basically what it is. Increase your growth hormone. Yeah, I got you. So I went in. I. I because after talking to Jordan and then talking to you a little bit and stuff, I'm just like, fuck, dude, maybe I should just go get checked. Because I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't feel like I was low T, because I did. I had I had a lot of the symptoms. Right. Like, I, you know, like lack of motivation, you know, uh, sex drive, fucking work, like getting up in the morning, yeah, going to the patterns. gym, I'd fucking have to, I'd have to like drag my fucking dying carcass. Yeah. And down to the downstairs, and I'd have to slam probably four to six hundred grams of caffeine, milligrams of caffeine, before I even thought about going to the gym. Four hundred grams, sheesh. What? I was like four hundred grams, sheesh. Yeah, four, yeah, four hundred milligrams, <laughs> four, four to six hundred milligrams of caffeine, depending right. on the day, and before I even got, like, would think about like, yeah, okay, yeah, now I can go to the gym, but it's like a, it's just. Hard and I'm like fuck, man. Like stop being a bitch. This is why I always tell myself like stop being a bitch. Just go to the fucking gym and do what you need to do. And stop being a bitch and go to work. Mm-hmm. There be times where I'm just like fuck this. I'm fucking not going. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's just lack of motivation to do a lot of things. And honestly, a lot of it too is like jumping on a trampoline with my daughter and like going out and doing things with her. I'm just like mm-hmm. I don't want to. Right. Like in my head, I'm like I don't want to. But then also on the other side of my head, I'm like. I should though, because I'm her dad, and I right. should be doing those these things with her. I'm like, 
I only have so much time with her. Like she's 10 years old. Like she's getting, she's starting to get into her preteens. I'm like, I don't have that much time left with my daughter of being an innocent, sweet girl that loves me. Right. She's about to turn into a monster. And I know that. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to fucking, I need to cherish these moments that I have because I've missed so much of her life from being in the army and other shit and everything else. I've missed a lot of her life where I'm like, I'm, I still feel like I'm playing catch up a little bit. Yeah. But then the other part of my brain's like, I don't want to. Like, I just, yeah. I, it, it sucks to say it makes you feel like a shitty person, a shitty dad. I'm like, I don't, I just didn't want to come home from work and jump on the trampoline with her because I'm fucking tired and I don't have the energy and all this other stuff. Now, you know, and I was down fucking caffeine like crazy too. I'm just like, I just don't feel, feel good. Yeah. But I feel a little bit better when I drink shit in the caffeine. But it's like, I don't know, I just wouldn't, it was just hard, you know, it was really hard to do those things. And things that I also knew I needed to do. So right. I would like force myself to do them and I'd force a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. And I'd try not to let it affect like my, my time with my daughter and stuff like that. Yep. Or my wife or anything. But it's I'm hard. Like, Fuck, but it's so hard. Yeah, it's so just... hard. And I'm like, why am I like this? I was, I'm just like thinking, like, I, it's just part of growing up, I guess. You just yeah. become a fucking fat, old loser. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's just what I'm becoming. But I'm going to really try not to and just not be a bitch. And then I went and got tested, and my levels were at, like, 200 and something. Yeah. Like, really, really low. And my doctor, she told me, or my nurse, I think she's yeah. technically a nurse. Oh, I got a my person on Thursday. So my girl. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Mm. No shit. Yeah, sick. She's cool. Reference. Um, what reference? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You just put me down. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now my my next refill is gonna be a little cheaper. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. But uh, yeah, she's awesome. She's great. But she, I went and talked to her, and she got got my tests and stuff and i told I, she was talking to me like my first visit she was talking to me like uh, like like i was already a candidate like but how do you know how do you how are you like we're already talking about like what we're gonna do and stuff like that how do we know that i'm gonna need it and she's like you're gonna need it and she's like i've never met a veteran mm-hmm. a combat a, a veteran let alone a combat veteran that hasn't been low t i'm like yep. really and she's like seriously i'm like wow okay well all right then so I came back. She's like, "Yep, sure, shit. You're fucking really low. Like your my brother was one thirties. Like yeah. he was low, low, low. Right. She's like, I don't know how you can even get up to tie your shoes in the mornings. You know, she's like, you're so low. The struggle's real. Yeah, and like same with like me. I was very low. But she told me like my like the average like normal test normal test ranges for men in my age, um, at thirty two in my age group. They're like, she's like, it's anywhere. It's a big range. She's like, it's anywhere from 400 or no 700 to 1300 yeah. is like normal and it's a big range she's like mm-hmm. but a lot of a lot of other clinics and stuff like that and the va especially they say anywhere between like 230 300 like, yeah, yeah, 300 or something or, or crazy whatever low. like 300 to 900 is normal for them and she's like that's that's no. fucking stupid she's like but it all depends on the person and that's the thing is like if you go get tested earlier when you're young and you, then you can get a baseline. Mm-hmm. You can know, like, okay, because some people pr- naturally produce more testosterone than others. Right. That's just the way it is. So you can't put a blanket term on it. So, but she's like, yeah, we're going to try getting you up to like the upper threshold just because 
then because it ebbs and flows. Testosterone is a hormone that's drastically affected by how you live. Yep. It's affected by what you put in your body for food. It is affected by your sleep. It's affected by your stress levels. It's affected by so many factors. Yep. That's why it's such a lar- large range of levels, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, we'll get you up the, uh, try, try to get you to the upper levels so that when it fluctuates downwards, you're not going to be as affected, I guess, yeah. negatively. So that's cool. I've been feeling absolutely fucking great. Dude. Oh, I feel yeah. so good. And I, like, now I want to go out with my daughter and play yeah. with her and do these things. And I, I, I genuinely want to do these things. Like, thank God. Because it's been life-altering, like you yeah. said, but in a good way where it's like, I don't want to ever get off of it. And yeah, okay, yeah. so I can't – I will be – one of the side effects is you're going to become sterile. But my wife and I don't plan on having any kids. So it's right. like, that's perfectly fine. I was going to give a vasectomy anyway, so might as well just keep fucking right. taking TRT and yeah. not have to worry, about, not worry it. about it. But uh, now I want to do these things. And I feel motivated. I want right. to go to the gym in the mornings. I want to – like I used to, you know, like when I was a little bit younger, right. like I wanted to do these things. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I'm driven. I want to go to the fucking gym. I want to get in shape. I want to be fucking this. I want to do that. Yep. Like, all this stuff. And now I finally have it again. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is, this, it rules. It's where you want to be. Great. Yeah. You know, and I'll say, you know, same as you, Jake, you know, I had, uh, you know, just no motivation, uh, pretty, you know, hard time like finding the urge the will to do you know just random everyday shit yeah you know and then depression along with it and you know yep. like you said sex drive all these things and if i were to go to the va and tell them that they'd be like oh yeah here, here's this grip of pills just take yep. them every day oh low sex drive viagra yep. here's oh you depressed what what's what, antidepressants yep. um fucking SARMs. Is that SARMs? Is that one? No. No, that's a disease or something, probably. SARMs? <laughs> I don't know. SARMs are selective antigen receptor modulators. Okay. Yeah. What's that? It's like, you know, RAD 140. Oh, okay. What's, uh, oh, yeah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> what? Wink. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what are the, all the antidepressants that all the fans people are on? It's like, it doesn't matter. I don't. Serotonin, I don't really know. Serotonin drugs make you happy. Mm-hmm. Antidepressants like artificially make you happy. And I was on antidepressants for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. You know, you feel better. Yeah, but you feel empty. If that yeah. makes sense, you feel hollow. You, you just, almost feel like a shell of yourself. Do you just lose like the care? Where you're just like you're happy. Because you just don't give a fuck. I think so. Yeah. That's why I hear from a lot of people. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck these. And I was on some. Made me feel great. But they made me impotent. Oh. Uh, no matter what I... What? You don't want that. No. That I was like, hey, let's do let's the do stuff. Something. You know? Yeah. And so those were out the window. And then, you know, like the lack of concentration and stuff. They give me Adderall. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, did it really... I, I was looking for yeah. something to fix all of it. Right. Well, it's like you don't want... You take one set of pills, then you have to take another set of pills to mm-hmm. fix the side effects of that. Those set of pills, and you have to take another set of pills to fix the side effects of those set of pills. The next thing you know, you're taking fucking... 
a shit ton of pills. And at on the same page as that, what is the side effects onto your liver at that point? Yes. Because processing all these pills. Right. You know, and does the VA ever test anyone's liver enzymes? Probably not. No. I don't think I've ever been tested by no. the VA for it. They just when you're prescribed drugs through them, they just make you piss in a cup, I think. Yeah. I think maybe they do labs. I don't think they test for liver enzymes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they're prescribing all these this and mind you, you know, VA is great for stuff. Yeah. But I don't like how they just push pills to veterans. I don't either. I hate that. That's my right. number one pet peeve of the VA. Yeah. I don't. That's so. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. And yep. that pushed me, you know, into doing it. You know, I, I was thinking about it probably from probably about this time last year, mm-hmm. honestly. And I got my blood tested and then I was like, well, I'm going to go to this TRT clinic and see what they can do for me. Yeah. And I would, I'm happy I did. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like I said, you know, I just, even like you. Like you said, with your daughter, like doing stuff, like, you know, she's growing up and yeah. someday I'm not going to be, you know, the guy she wants to hang out with, you know, right. like when we, when she's at my house, she'll probably rather sit in her, in her room on her phone, texting her friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or you like. She just wants to go hang out with her friends that week. Right. She's like, I don't want to come. You know, I, I can't come over, Dad, because I want to go hang out with my friends. And you're just like, you don't want to be selfish. And be like, but I, but I yeah. want you to come hang out with me. Mm-hmm. But she's like, well, I have friends, and, and you know, you she's know, starting you, to do that already, and I'm yeah. starting to notice that. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, we're uh, getting pretty limited here on time. Yeah. And you know, it's like, want to do stuff with her, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe teach her some stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to take her hunting and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Yeah, it it sucks. It's like um, when you're young, well, well, when we were in Afghanistan and stuff together, too, it's like, fuck, dude, like, I feel invincible. Yeah, dude. You know, like, I'm all hyped up. Like, you know, they say, like, I'm young, dumb, and full of cum kind of thing. It's like. It's not wrong. It's not wrong because it's like the truth or it's like. You don't really think about it. And then you have a kid and everything else and you start watching them grow up and you, you just realize like how fast time goes, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm 32 now. You're my age too. Yep. 32, 33, 33, 33. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we're this basically the same age where it's just like, fuck dude, you know, like when we were 18, 19 years old or 19, 20 years old in Afghanistan, it's like. Dude, I got my whole fucking life. Like, if I die tomorrow, like it is what it is. I sign up for it, kind of thing. Mm. But you don't really think about it that much because you're like, well, I'm just not going to. Like, it's right. fine, you know. Just like, but if if it. I do, then I don't have to worry about because I'm dead. So it's, mm. it is what it is. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I want to be around longer. Like, I want to be. Not only do I want to be around longer, but I want. I don't want to just. I don't want to live. I don't have a goal. Like, I don't want to live to a hundred. No, right. I don't want to live to be. I'm a hundred. That's not my goal. I want to live every day to my to its fullest while I'm here. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care if I die when I'm 80. I don't care if I die when I'm 70, 60, 70, 80, or 100. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to do what I want to do while I'm here. 
Yep. You know, and it's like, and I started getting to a point where I'm just like, fuck, dude, like I'm aging like, right. rapidly, aging yeah. fast. And, and like, I didn't man. know what the problem was. I, mean, I knew, obviously, the army aged me quite a bit mm-hmm. and beat me down a little bit. And maybe stole a few years off my life where it's like, like quality of life and stuff. But I'm like, I don't want to accept that. So I was hearing about TRT and everything else. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm going to go give that a shot. And not, not even, I didn't even go to the clinic to, to get on TRT. I'm just like, I'm just going to go get checked and see if this, if, if I'm a viable candidate, then maybe I'll start entertaining the idea of it. Turns out I was very low. And I'm like, thank God I did entertain it. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, I do feel great. I feel, I do, I, I don't feel invincible like I did bef- before. Like it's not like a anti-aging deal, right. but it's one of those things where I'm like, I feel so much better. Like I look around, like before I'd look around at dudes my age group and be like, man, they're out there playing with their kids. They're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. They're all these, all these things. I'm like, I just don't have that. Like I feel just like shit, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like in my head, I, I didn't say this a lot. I didn't talk about it a lot, you know, to my wife or anything like that. Cause I'm like, the fuck is she going to do? It's kind of embarrassing. She, yeah, it is embarassing. It's like, I'm a man, dude. Like I was in the army. I was an infantryman. I fucking went right. to Afghanistan. I fought. I did what I needed to do. I was the man. I was the man back then. You know, it's like now when I started feeling like not the man anymore, I'm like, fuck dude. Like this right. sucks. Like my back fucking hurts. My knees hurt. My fucking, I'm pissed off. Like this right. sucks. And I start, I don't think I was getting like emotional, like lashing out like that and stuff. But in my head, I'm just like, damn, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even want to go out and fucking jump on the trampoline with your daughter. You don't even want to go out and do these things. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yep. And, it, you know, it just sucks. It was a constant battle in my head. And, like, after I got on TRD, it really did change a lot of that. And just the mentality. It kind of changes and, the way you think. Yeah, in a it way. does. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Like, you just feel so much better. You feel like a man again. Yep. And it's just weird that, like, I don't know if it's, like, the the stress of being at war or if it's the food that we had to eat when we were there, like the mm. MREs and all this other processed bullshit that we had that to eat. That probably wasn't good for us. The, all of that stuff. Right. Like all, of the, all of the things. And drinking this third world country water for a year. Like where right. the fuck that water come from? I don't know. It's dirty water that they threw a bunch of chlorine tablets in. Right. Like, that's what we drink. Like, what's that effect? I don't know. I don't know any of these things. I didn't do studies. I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not even very smart. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm a dumb fucking grunt, dude. I don't know. Right. But... All I do know is that my test levels did drop dramatically and it's not good. Like those side effects happen and they don't happen overnight. It's not like, it's not like, it's not like um, going outside, breaking your leg and make, I have a broken leg. I need to get this fixed. Right. It happens. It happens slowly. Yep. It's a slow crawl to, to obscurity. I feel like, you know, death of a thousand cuts. Yeah. It's like that. It is like that. It sucks. Yep. But yeah. After getting tested and realizing that that was the best course of action, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. After the first, honestly, the first injection of TRT, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Nice. And then I, now I've been on it for a while. I'm like, dude, this this is it. Like, this is yeah, this, well, this is the way I'm supposed to feel. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I've been kind of missing. It, it, it still is kind of embarrassing, but that's why I like talking about it because I know there's a lot of guys out there. That probably feel the same way as probably we do. do, and they don't yeah. want to talk about it, and they don't want to think about it. Right? They don't want to think like I'm a low T individual. Right? I don't want, I'm not a bitch. I'm a man. Well, and that's like you know when I heard that, I was like, I should go get tested. Yeah. And I noticed when I told you that I was on TRT, I noticed you were very inquisitive. Yeah. 
and for sure like you were interested mm-hmm. and then so i've already been thinking about it i'm like well what the fuck made you want to go get tested right. and then i think i probably told you about the same thing didn't i oh yeah it's very similar yeah mm-hmm. and you're like hmm. weird that's exactly how i feel hmm. <clears throat> yep yep i better go yeah is i think it's very shortly after we talked i did i set yep. up an appointment and stuff so mm-hmm I don't know. I guess this is one of those things where um, I feel like talking about it more openly does. I don't know if anyone listening, you know, if they fucking feel that way. It's like I just feel like everyone should go get checked just to set, at minimum set a baseline yeah. for yourself, mm-hmm. so you know, like, so you can get it earlier. Because I've I've been like this for years, right? Years, and those are years that I'm never going to get back. Kind of thing, right? It's like, that I lost on. I so lost don't opportunities. Waste, yeah, don't waste your you know your time. It's very it's. Your time on Earth is short. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's fucking short, dude. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like, where'd this year go already? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I catch myself thinking about quite a bit and talking to some people about It's like, you know, like, what is the point? What is the point of life? Right. The, what is the point of being on Earth? Like, what mm-hmm. if, if this is, if there is, you know, a heaven and eternal life after this, great. That's awesome. Like, I am a Christian. I do believe those things, but at the same time, it's like, what, but what are we doing here on earth? Like, what is the point of being here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I don't have those answers. I'm not, I'm not God. I don't know really? why. I don't know why we're created. I don't know why humans are, um, so much, so vastly more advanced than any other animal on this planet. I don't know why we are. I don't know why we sit here and think about this stuff and monkeys don't and wolves mm-hmm. don't and other animals on earth don't. They don't think like this because they're busy surviving, being animals, and we're humans, and we're not busy doing that stuff anymore. So it's like we sit here and think about this stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's I don't have those answers, but what I do know is that while I am on Earth, I do want to have a good time, right? And I don't want to spend it being a bitch. You know, so it's like, well, I wouldn't say it was being a bitch. It was more I was or less being a bitch. Being saying. miserable. Yeah, right. you, you weren't being a bitch. You were just miserable. Yeah, I, you know, from the way you explain it, you know, you sounded like you were just miserable. I wasn't the king of good times, right? I was the king of bad times in my head, right? And it, outwardly, like I talked to my wife and stuff about it, and she's like, "Well, I wouldn't have known." It's like I didn't want you to know, right? Like, I didn't want a lot. Of you weren't to know. supposed to. I didn't want. I. Like, I want to. I've always kind of been the guy. Like I like. I like being the guy. I want to help people, you know? Mm. And I feel like if um, I am laying my burdens that are in my head onto other people, then I'm not helping them anymore. Yep. I'm now burdening them with my thoughts yep. and my problems that that's, I don't want to. I'm like, I just need to put this shit in a fucking box and forget about it. I think that's like a lot of men, they don't ever ask for help. I'm the same way. I don't. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, you know, feel like... I need to burden someone else with my problems. Right. Because they have their own. Exactly. So, you know, mm-hmm. you got your own problems. I got mine, you know? Yeah. But now if someone ever needed to talk to me, I'm always open, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. But, I, but as is every other man. Exactly. But that's the thing that also sucks. Cause like there's so many people out there that, the majority, the vast majority of people that we know are exactly like that too, yeah. where it's like, I'm always here, mm-hmm. you know, like 
you know, you want to come talk to me, come talk to me. Like I'm always here like, to talk to you and right. you know whatever dumb advice I can give, then great. If I, there's no advice, you just need someone to listen, then sure. Great. Like, let me know, you know, kind of thing. But it's like, I didn't want to be that guy right. that needed someone to right. listen to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I do. Uh, I know exactly. You know, I know there's a lot mean. of people like that, but then the, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it's hard to explain, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Kind of right. So another thing, I don't think I would have, before I did TRT, I probably wouldn't have talked openly about the issues I was having. No. You know, just like, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, like Ashley's like, well, I'd never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I didn't want you to. Mm-hmm. But now you see these things starting to get better. You're like, okay, now I can talk about it. Right. And that's kind of the flip side. Cause like mm-hmm. I found something that's, that has helped you helped it. So help, help me so much where I'm like, now I can talk about it. Cause mm-hmm. I, now I know the fix. Yep. But I wouldn't want to talk about it without knowing the fix. Yes, right. right? Yep. It's kind of like the the um, comedian thing, or like the Robin Williams. Yep. Like he committed suicide, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" He was so happy all the time. It's like, was, was he though? He though? Yep. Was he happy? Like he was telling jokes and making everyone else happy, but mm-hmm. was he happy? Did yep. anyone take the time to make him laugh? Right. Or was he always the one that was expected to make other people laugh, and mm-hmm. no one was really taking the time to make him laugh and see if he was all right. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. And so then they ended up committing suicide because he was just an unhappy person, but he was good at making other people happy. Yep. You know, it's kind of like that effect where it's like, I didn't want to talk about my problems because I don't have, I, I didn't want to burden other people with my problems. And, mm-hmm. and whenever I did talk about them, like I talked to these so-called professionals, they'd, they be, they'd be like, take these pills. Interesting. That's unfortunate. <laughs> take these pills. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to take these motherfucking pills, dude. I don't want to take them. Right. I want to take fucking antidepressants. I want to be on that shit. I want to be on it because I know what it does. And I right. don't like that. I don't like what it's done to other people. I want to so better. it's like, I want to be better. I want to be back to the way I was. Like, I know this isn't naturally who I am. Yep. So I want to be back to who I was before. And like, well, here's some pills. And like, that's going to make me a completely different person now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. I still want to be Jake. I still yep. want to be Jacob Johnson. I still want to be myself. I don't want to be a fucking shell of my old self. That just yep. doesn't give a fuck. That's yeah, the way that's not who I made me feel. Yeah. And I've heard that from multiple other people. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. And also with politics the way it is, like you start getting on antidepressants and they're going to be like, oh, should he have guns? Right. He's depressed. Should he have guns? Right. Red flag laws. Oh, should we take his guns? Because he's, he's on antidepressants. Oh, right. he's had suicidal thoughts. Like, should we take his guns because he's suicidal? No, bitch. Right. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm just going through some shit is right. all, you know, it's like, and I'm glad I found something that helped me like in the most natural way, because I feel like myself still, still, mm-hmm. I just feel better. So <clears throat> I was thinking about something as we were talking. Do you think, cause you know, like everyone, RTRT providers we talked to said most combat veterans have low T. Do you think that the reason for veteran suicide is so high is because of low T. I mean, that thought yeah. was just running through my head here. Yeah. Well, can you grab me a beer quick? Yeah. Cause you're closer. Sure. Um, and I'll answer that. But, uh, Jordan, and I kind of touched on that before. Um, I 
do think that it has something to do with it. it it's I don't think I don't necessarily know if it's like the reason. You want that one? They're pretty good. Okay. Um. So I don't know if it's the reason why veteran suicide is so high, but I, it contributing it's factor for sure a contributing factor for yeah. sure. It's got to be. Right, it's got to be. And um, Jordan and I also talked about it. We got some flack for it. Um, one, one guy left a bad review on my podcast because we were comparing um, OEF veterans to World War II veterans and Vietnam veterans. What I was trying to get at is kind of the same kind of thing before. Like before I was talking to Jordan on this podcast about it. It's like, I'm not, it seems like the suicide rate is really high right now with OEF, like terror, like, the war on terror veterans. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have this, the stats on hand to show what the veteran suicide rate was for World War II or Vietnam vets. But I also feel like there's um, society-wise, society it was just different back then. And I don't think that – I don't think they necessarily – don't call me on it. I don't have the science in front of me. But I don't know that they had to deal with the low-T – situation right. that our generation is dealing with. And I, I think, it ha- I think it's a multifaceted problem. Whereas I feel like there's a problem just in the American diet with men. Yep. There's a, a feminization of men in society where men are just right. Being a little more f- in, like feminine yep. and it's promoted in society. And mm-hmm. there's something to do with, like, I, I said the diet, but also with like, the plastics in our diet, you know, yep. like that stuff ha- has to have a contributing factor. Like our right. cancer shrinking is what and scientists have said. And also just with, um, society in general, like, like I said, like pushing like a anti man, like I shouldn't say anti men, like, like male, anti, like, uh, the toxic masculinity shit. Right. It's like toxic mas- masculinity is getting misconstrued with just masculinity. now, Right. Where they're trying to, <clears throat> certain groups of people are trying to destroy that. Yes. In general. So it's like, are we feminizing, are men feminizing themselves? On, like just, is society feminizing men too? I, I have no idea. I don't right. know. I don't know these things because I haven't done the studies. I'm not a scientist. Like I said, I'm a fucking idiot. Right. But um, th- there's definitely something to do with male testosterone levels dropping. Yeah. And also with veterans being that maybe we already have low T going into the army mm-hmm. lower than past generations. Right. And then we go and we fight probably lower than our grandfathers. Yeah. And then we fight. You know. Yeah. And we fight wars. We fight a war and some guys deployed fucking three, four, five, six times mm-hmm. during this 20 year war. We only deployed once to a combat zone, but it's like even just that year being there, maybe our, maybe we were already low T at 19 years old compared to a 19 year old in 19, right. You know, like our grandfathers of the same age. Yeah. Guaranteed way higher. I think so. And like even our fathers, you know, when they were 19, theirs was lower than theirs. Yeah. yeah you know, and my dad had a fucking, a full on like beautiful mustache at, when he's in high school, like right. as a as a fucking sophomore, dude. I don't you know see how white sure, trash my beard is? It's disgusting. Yeah, terrible. It's because you don't you're low T. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> but like, just that kind of stuff. It's like you know, like I don't know. I don't know. I wish they did size back yeah. then, so they compare to this generation. But mm-hmm. I just haven't seen those size, so I don't know. But there's, there's got to be a correlation of low T 
in the suicide rate in, in men and especially veterans in this current generation. So I'll tell a story. So about my grandpa. My grandpa helped me. I fixed my basement of my house, relayed two whole walls in my basement, jacked the house up, tore the wall out, relayed it all. My grandpa turned 83 when we were laying block, and he was throwing 80-pound bags of, you know, cement around. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I was like, so bitch. Golly. You old fuck. Yeah. You know, in, I think it was, no, I think he turned 82. Because mm-hmm. when he was 83, he fell off the top of the combine. Oh, shit. Yeah. He just got, like, some bruised ribs and totally some scratches fine. on his arm. Just fine. Huh. Yeah, I was like, you know, that would have put most people in the nursing home, right, Grandpa? Tell his ass to go get tested, just so you know. <laughs> this motherfucker's rocking, like, 1,600 right. test levels at 85. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like... Damn. It's impressive. It's nice. Right. Because I know I won't be able to do that when I'm, you know, 82, 83. Throwing 80-pound bags uh-huh. of cement around. People are like, oh, 80-pound bags of cement, that ain't shit. Yeah, throw 10 of them around a day. Yeah, right. You know. But with modern medicine, and honestly, and the, with the TRT program that we're now getting on, it's like, we might be able to. Yeah, maybe. Might be able to. But not natu- Not When I say naturally, I mean, like, not without taking something. Right. I think that boat's just sailed. Mm-hmm. That boat's gone. Like, the past is the past. But I think that I, there's just a lot of shit going on in society right now. Like, we see it in the news every day. Mm-hmm. People, you know, all the mass shootings and all the violence and stuff like that. And I, I also think that that has something to do with low T as well. Cause like wh- who, who is perpetrating the most of the mass shootings, right? Young men, right? Younger men. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, f- I think there's a society problem with this. And I think, um, testosterone levels has something to do with it where people look at testosterone as being like. Oh, that's going to make that's you angry. Bad. That's bad. Like testosterone is no good. You need to be, you need to have less testosterone in order to be um, agreeable. Yes. And be a good, so, and be, a, it, it, and not be so angry because testosterone makes you angry. I have and a you story. Have roid rage and all this other shit. Yep. But it's like, but low T individuals are the, especially men, low T men are the most dangerous men yes. in society because they lash out and they're emotional and yep. they're also, I hate to say it, women, but bigger, stronger, and faster than women. Like that's how we're naturally built. Like I hate to fucking to say it, that's the way it is. Men are naturally just bigger, stronger, and faster than women. It's just yeah. the way it is. It's just nature. I hate to say. It. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but you, then you take a a man that is low T, frustrated, angry, pissed mm-hmm. off. What are they going to do? They're going to lash out eventually. So I and have, how bad are they going to lash out? We don't know because everyone's different. But I think that has something to do with all the mass shootings and all the fucking violence yep. in American culture right now is the fact that mm-hmm. motherfuckers are misled into believing certain things and they're lashing out. So. I've, so I have a story. Before, you know, around this time last year, I had a few times where I just got frustrated and I got pissed off and I lashed out. You know, I didn't do anything i just kind of flipped out started swearing through some right. wrenches you know normal sure. shit yeah and uh after i'd gotten on trt for a while and uh my co-workers were like you know you're a lot 
more chill now. Yeah. He's just like, you're fucking chill, bro. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's really weird. And I think a lot of people have this stigma of, like, high-test males being... Angry. Super aggressive. Yes. Yeah. You know? hmm And I think... Even my sister said it. She's like, oh, well, high test is going to make you more aggressive. I was like, well, I don't know. I'm pretty fucking chill right now. And, you know, my last labs, I was at like a 1,100 total test, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's pretty fucking high. But that's the thing. It's like people associate... Um, high testosterone, higher or, or like higher, or even just normal testosterone with like roid raging. But it's like when you're roid raging, you're exponentially higher. Like you're artificially yes. fucking yeah. way high. So that's a little different because you're gonna have side effects because you're unnaturally high. Yep. We're just trying to get back to natural. Yeah. You know. So it's like, but I feel like even like guys that are on steroids and are unnaturally high. They are less dangerous than guys that are fucking low. I agree. You know? So, I think a lot of it is, like, other steroids, you know, that make you, that alter, like, your mental state. Trend's a bad one. Trend's rough. I've never, never, I've never done it. I don't. I did. Really? What? I've done, I've taken Trend back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever want to. I, I did, I took one cycle, um, way back in the day. Um, it wasn't bad. It, it did make me a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. But it gave my mind, but it wasn't uncontrollable. Like yeah. it was it was fine. But like if I would have stayed on trend and done cycle after cycle after cycle, like back to back cycles, yeah. I could see how that would happen. Like trends are rough is it's insane. Yeah. But this is I, I, I took trend before it was um illegal. Yeah. Like it was it was totally legal. It was it wasn't authorized by the FDA, but no, um, supplements generally aren't authorized by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And once the FDA catches up and says like, Oh shit, this is basically just steroids. Yep. Then but they then they, then they just change, they, they take them away, kick them off the shelves and they change, like alter one, one thing in the drug. It's the same drug. Mm-hmm. Just alter one little thing and then put it back up, put it back out there. That's why like trend and stuff like that has come around so much because it's like, Goes illegal and legal, illegal and legal because they're changing one little compound in it to make yeah. it different, just different enough to be able to sell it as a supplement before the FDA catches up to them again. But I did, I did it back way, way back in the day. I was, yeah. I was still in high school actually, <laughs> which is dumb because that was, probably wasn't great for your no natural no, test. No, not really. But um, it did get me jacked. That's pretty cool. It'll do that. Yeah, it was um, actually. Is after I got back from basic training. So, because when I went to basic, I was uh, 17 and I was a fat, fucking pudgy kid. Yep. Went to basic and I went from like, I was like 210. I went all the way down to like 180. Mm-hmm. I came back, I'm like, fuck, I'm a string bean pussy. <laughs> and someone's like, hey, do a cycle of this. I'm like, cool. Okay. What is it? And they're like, trend. I'm like, the you fuck is it? it? Like, it'll make you, it'll, it'll, it'll help. I'm like, okay, cool. I took a cycle of it and I cycled off it and I put on fucking 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. I got back up to like 210 and I was just, I was pretty yoked. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I kept it, which is cool because I didn't take, I didn't do cycle after cycle after cycle. Right. I just get un, unnatural, but I just took one cycle just to get up to get, mm-hmm. put a little weight back on, put on some muscle. But 
Anyways, what were the fuck are we talking about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, unnaturally high. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if you're unnaturally high, it makes yeah. sense if you're a little more aggressive. But I still, I still think like low, like low testosterone, fucking weak men. They're the worst. They're, they're the most dangerous. Like look at a lot of these liberal fucking dudes out there that are kicking and screaming about dumb shit. It's like you're way more dangerous than I am, dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, you know the guy that called me earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No shit. He's fucking definitely low T. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking soy boy. Yeah. But you just look at, you can, look, you can see him everywhere. You know, you, you, yeah. you know who they are. Yeah. They're, those dudes, in my opinion, are the most dangerous because they're the most confused. Yeah. You know? I think so. And then even more dangerous than that are the guys that are, um, just confused by, in general. They don't have, maybe, maybe they don't have a, a good, strong, male role model in their lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have that. Maybe they have, maybe they're, maybe they're being raised in a certain way to be, to be raised, to be weaker. Like, Hey, a weak man is a safe man. And then they grow up confused and they're going through changes and they're going through puberty and they're like, fuck. But now I'm getting like, maybe my testosterone starts to spike a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted here. I'm being told like, I'm being raised in a certain way, but I don't feel that way. And I don't know. I'm confused. And then I'm going to fucking now everyone hates me and I hate everyone. And I'm mm. going to bring a gun to school and shoot everyone up. It's like, that's the kind of shit that I feel like happens to some of these guys where there's like confused, lost, bad role model, bad role models or no role models at all. And they're taught that, um, if you're a strong man, then you're dangerous, evil man. Right. In You're reality, it's like, would you rather, like, that old saying is like, would you rather be a warrior in a garden or a gardener in a war? Right. You know, where it's like, I would rather be a strong, healthy man, a strong, confident, healthy man, and not need to inflict violence anymore. Right. I'd rather not, I'd rather not do that. But it's also, <clears throat> it's also because I, I work out. I go to the gym in the mornings. I shoot my, I shoot my, I shoot guns. And I train, and I know that I am more, I'm capable. I know that I'm personally capable of violence. To, of of inflicting much more violence upon somebody than the average person. Yeah, but that makes me uh, safer. I feel like I, I just watched Spider Man the other day. You know, I said yeah. With great, isn't it? With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a lot of it. Just being responsible. Yeah, it's like obviously you know, but like being a big strong man, which I strive to be. I'm not saying I am, but being you know a bigger dude and trying to get being stronger and going to the gym, just knowing that, and just walking around and be and knowing in my mind, being like I could probably fuck all these dudes up. Oh yeah. That I'm around. I could probably fist fight this dude and beat the fuck out of him if I had to. Right. But I don't want to. But if I had to, I could. Right. It, just having that level of confidence, I feel like, is healthy. Yeah. Because it make it, it doesn't make me want to fight. But I'm just saying, like, if I had to, you I could. could. That's another thing with TRT. Definitely raises your confidence. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And also with my just like, handling weapons and stuff like that, too. I'm like... I feel like just a lot more confident in myself yeah. and everything else. I'm like, fuck dude. Like, you know, hunting, out hunting and stuff like that. I'm like, if I pull my fucking bow back, that motherfuckers 
done. Like, I just, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just that little stuff. Like, it, mentally, it's mm-hmm. nice, you know? So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it, that's a long-winded answer to basically just saying, like, I, I, I just feel like every man should, uh, should for sure get tested because it's, uh, it doesn't hurt to get tested. It's well, not it's expen- a trend. It's not expensive. It's a trend, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. Well, something's going on. If this guy's low, this guy's low, this guy's low. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. And honestly, if I, I was more nervous to find that if I found out that I was not low T, right. I'm like, God, now what's the answer? Because mine technically probably wasn't that low. Yeah, it was. It yeah, it was, but not yeah that low. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you weren't as low as I was. You weren't as low as Jordan was no. and stuff. But you're. I I still think that like especially guys like us like we when we joined the army I feel like we were high like higher testosterone oh, levels certainly because it's like that's what the army back then especially attracted guys that mm-hmm. were that had that mentality. Well, we joined a, in, in a time of war. Yeah, it's like, it attracted guys with that mentality, and guys with that mentality generally have higher testosterone. Right. So, um, but also it's like. That's maybe not really the case anymore right. with the military, but yeah. Now you can be a trainer. That's a that's a story for another day. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild out there now, but we don't need to go down that rabbit hole today. No, no, we've already <laughs> gone down a few. So, <laughs> but no, I don't know, man. Uh, we're not going to fix the world's problems tomorrow or tonight. So no, we're at like two and a half hours. That's a that's a long time. That's a good. That's a good time to probably call pump it. the brakes and. Maybe we can do round two another at another date. Right. But it's always fun getting in here and talking with, um, you know, just someone that I'm super comfortable with, obviously. Yep. Makes conversations flow nice, so it's great. But I appreciate you coming in, yep. making the long no track from your house to my house. So, ah, <laughs> But, no, I appreciate you coming in, Mitch. Um, you want to – you have anything you want to close with? Uh, not really. You know, actually, the guide out in Washington – Oh, yeah? He told me that I should, you know. When you're on the Victory Drive podcast, make yeah. sure you pump me up because yeah. it's uh, such a big show and everyone listens. It's the fastest growing gun podcast in the game. For sure? In my opinion. Good. <laughs> I don't no. I don't know, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> no, it's uh, Olympus Outfitters, LLC, uh-huh. Forge, Washington. Guy's name's Quentin. He's a hell of a guy. You know, they they offer Black Bear, Roosevelt, uh, Coastal Blacktail hunts. Mm. I want to do that's a bucket list hunt. Right. That's I asked Blacktail hunt? Dude, that'd yeah. be fun. And he said, you know, check him out on, on Facebook. Cool. Quinn's a hell of a guy. Awesome. I, I actually, you know, I keep up with him, you know, probably not as much as I should, but you know, we talk occasionally. Well, that's the cool thing. I've talked to people about, um, guided hunts and stuff and you know, what's, what's popular right now, especially in like social media is like DIY, do it yourself, fuck guides. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you go out there with a good guide, right? You're creating a friendship, especially like, yeah, people, certainly. Like, people like us, like, you know, it's like you're going on there and you're spending a bunch of time with this person. Right. And, a like-minded person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and Dude, you level up so fast when you're with a guide. Mm-hmm. You learn so much. Yeah. So it like, makes it, when you want to go back out DIY style, yeah. you have the tools. 
Yep. So it's definitely worth the investment, I feel like, to go with a guide anymore. The like, guy started thinking about that with elk hunting, too. I'm like, fuck. I'm live in Iowa, dude. I don't necessarily need a guide for whitetail hunting. No. That's why I lived here. Yeah. You go to a different state. I don't state. know shit about elk. I don't know shit about bears. Right. So it's different. It's different. And I could go there, and then if I get those skills and tools from those guys that know it, then I can go out on a DIY trip and be way more successful, I feel like. Yep. So. Cool, yeah, man. That's all I got, brother. Well, I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, so thanks, Mitch. Thanks for coming in. Really yeah, do no. appreciate it, man. So, yeah. It's all, all good. Right. See ya. Yep, see ya.